Good morning. Our first post-game Buck IBS. What's going on, everybody? <clears throat> What's happening? Yeah, I see the comments is popping early. See y'all checking in. Let me see who was first. Todd, what's good, Todd? Good morning, man. Appreciate you chiming in. Give the shout out. What's going on, fellas? We finally got football going on. How y'all? How y'all feeling? Feeling great. Feeling great, man. You know, uh, we got to watch uh, a whole weekend of college football. That's what we asked for. We asked for college football to be back. So, I mean, I'm feeling great. Buckeyes came out with a dub. Wasn't the prettiest dub, but they came out with a dub. Got to give Mike some credentials with all that fucking sunshine pumping. I woke up pissed off. The Buckeyes looked like ass yesterday. Yeah. Go go ahead and Um, college football's back. I mean, prime looked good, but man, we got. Yeah, I I didn't. I didn't. I woke up today uh, not not very happy. Don't really feel like I watched Buckeye football yesterday. And then, um, yeah, so let's get to it. You guys got my politically correct instant reaction on Bleacher <laughs> Report after the game yesterday. I was texting my producer for the show telling him Buckeye Nation should be thankful that Bleacher Report's getting my instant reaction because if I would have went live on our fucking YouTube channel immediately post-game, man, they'd have been writing about me in the fucking newspapers because I would have went crazy. But I had to give my PG-13 takes on Bleacher Report, make sure that you check out that instant reaction. But man, we are not holding any punches this morning, so I'm excited to get into it. Yeah, let's jump into it. So uh, before we do that, yeah, go check out Blar, Ron's Bleacher Report, and he will be back there on Wednesday at 1 p.m. I believe that's right, Ron. Yes, sir. Back there Wednesday, so make sure you get the app. You know, Ron, Ron almost got that contract deal, man. Start with <laughs> we, we gotta have to up our bid to keep him here. But yeah, we're gonna get that. Make- Make sure y'all turn notifications on on Bleacher Report for Ohio State. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We're going to get that network deal over there. Yeah, whole facts. Also, too, this week, Buckeye Roast, 8 a.m. will be there. You know, check in with us. Fans Edge is Wednesday, 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern. Believe that. And we're good to go. All right, fellas. We waited for the season. It's finally here. We had our first game. We've all waited for this moment. Let's jump into this. So let's start. I want to start with Ryan Day. Had a lot of talk about him this offseason, how he's handling his quarterback situation. We saw the way it played out. A little different from the words he gave us in the press conference. I want to start with that. How do you think Ryan Day handled the quarterback situation? On Saturday, I will go to you, Mike. Go ahead. Let me know. <laughs> um, obviously, he did not handle it ideal. We both, we all uh, said that we wanted to see both quarterbacks. We wanted them, you know, one get three. The other one get uh get three, and uh, that's not what we saw. Um, we saw a little bit of vanilla out there. So like Ryan Day saying he wanted to get Devin Brown out there, but the whole offense was vanilla. Um, so I mean we definitely have issues with that. Um, obviously we didn't see what we wanted to see from Kyle. A lot of fans aren't happy. So I mean I guess we go to the guys who definitely did not sleep well and was turning over in their bed and asked them, how did they feel about it? No, 200%. I was having camp. Go to you next. Okay. So this whole situation. This already on bullshit. He ain't even opened his mouth yet. (laughs) (laughs) This whole situation. Let's go back to the fucking beginning with this whole situation because this all falls on Ryan Day being completely inept or having the 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 disability to speak to the media 
with any type of certainty and fucking gall and just tell us what the fuck is going on. We hear reports from different outlets about Devin Brown's this guy, Kyle McCord's this guy, the beat saying one thing, new media saying one thing. Then he comes out and says, oh, the quarterback vote is 50-50. Okay, that's cool. And then we hear some shit in the next press conference like, oh, Kyle McCord was more consistent the last two weeks. Uh, so we gave him the nod over over Devin Brown, but we're going to have two different uh, game plans to, to fit both their style in, right? So I'm thinking, okay, cool. We're about to see two quarterbacks. We're about to see how our offense runs through both of them, and we're going to be able to see um, how our offense looks with both of them and, and kind of get some clarity on what we've been getting told through all through camp from Ryan Day. Get into the game. Kyle's stinking it up. I'm on a 50-yard line watching it. There's no energy. No one's Flex. No one's excited. No one's fucking jumping around, and it's just three and out, interception. And I'm just like, okay, we got to see Devin Brown. Devin Brown's warming up on the sideline. He runs over, puts his helmet on. Ryan Day is like, nah, Kyle, go back in. And so the crowd's like, okay, maybe we'll see DB in the next couple series. And the nigga don't get in the game. So I don't know, bro. I I just think it's consistent in what we've been hearing from outside the beat that Kyle is just – it's not there yet. And then we saw him being late on throws. We saw we saw um, the offensive line struggling a little bit on the edge with the, at the left tackle position and, and Kyle kind of getting antsy in there with his feet. I don't know, bro. I just think that Ryan Day is completely fucking up this entire quarterback situation. For what reason do we not see Devin Brown play yesterday? I don't know. But that is just adding fuel to the fire. If number 33 doesn't play this week against Youngstown State, Ryan Day is going to hate his fucking life in Columbus. I promise you that. Wrong. I mean, I, I've hated this ha the handling of this quarterback situation, and yesterday was just another example of why. I mean, you come out here and you tell everyone, hey, I'm going to play both of them. It, they're going to both play meaningful snaps, and we see – Devin Brown come in on the four series, hand the ball off two times, and then run the same fucking play that JT Barrett ran when he got that first down against Michigan. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, we're in the middle of a quarterback battle, and you're running fucking QB power on third down with Devin Brown. Like, what are, what are we doing? Like, I just hated everything about that. And then you put him up in mop-up minutes. Like, uh, he says in his presser that he did, the game was closed and he felt more comfortable just letting Kyle ride it out and win it. But, like, bro. If we can't run it up and run a quarterback battle against fucking Indiana when your wide receivers are Marvin Emeka, there was start Cal McCord had 34 passing yards to the two best wide receivers in the fucking country. There are 50 quarterbacks in the power five that would have threw for more than 35 yards against Indiana with Marvin Harrison Jr. and fucking Emeka Ibuka out there, even if us four were on the offensive line. There's no fucking excuse for that performance like that shit was pathetic and it's not up to the ohio state standards and all you goofies out there comparing this to the fucking cj stroud minnesota game go watch the minnesota game today because there's absolutely no way you watch that game coming away with the same amount of confidence you had in cj stroud after the minnesota game as that nonsense that you saw yesterday if this is a quarterback battle I want to see Devin Brown start the entire game against Youngstown State. I don't care if it's an unfair comparison. You already bungled this quarterback situation, and we have not proven that we have a starting quarterback. That was bullshit yesterday, and Ryan Day has, like, everybody said, oh, give him the benefit of the doubt. See how this plays out. It's playing out like shit. 
I hate it. So the benefit of the doubt is gone. And I swear to God, you guys love this channel and you come here for the fucking jokes. Ball is being played and we are here to tell you the bullshit that's going on because everyone else is going to pump sunshine up your ass this entire season. So if everyone's here for jokes, you're not going to hear it because yesterday was the fucking joke. Well, that's a take. All right, so. Oh, mind you, to, to, to help Ron's point, that Minnesota defense that C.J. Stroud played was a top five scoring defense. Just to let you know. It so was. We'll see what Indiana, it was. We looked, we, we, we looked at, me and Cam looked at that yesterday while we was on the phone. It was. And the reason why I, I bring up the Minnesota comparisons is because I remember everybody after the Minnesota game, uh, after the Oregon game, all of that, when I saw the flashes from CJ, everybody wanted fucking – the only reason I'm comparing it is because everybody wanted CJ fucking bitch. Everybody was done with CJ. I mean, even some guys who are in our group chat, uh, you know, I ain't going to put it out yet what they said, but they weren't too happy with CJ either. So, I mean, you know, like, do we wish they had a played out different yet? Um, my issue with what I saw from Kyle, especially re-watching it this morning, is – uh, and me and Q kind of talked about this. Well, hold on, hold on, Mike. Before, okay. be before you get in, we'll talk about Kyle in a second, the quarterback play. This is just more an opinion on, on Day's handling of the situation. So just save that, and I'll go right back to you. Um, overall, when I came in here last Monday and complained about this flippity-floppity quarterback situation and not doing that and giving God confidence and letting us see what he can actually do before you just go to another quarterback, I think that's more so how Day played it. So I guess what I was complaining about, I, I got. We got to see Kyle go out there for a game. Other than I don't even know why he put Devin in there for three plays right before the second half. And didn't I? And was there not someone on that show screaming like a psychopath, telling you there's absolutely no way you can just commit to one guy because if he goes out there and puts up a fucking turd, that's a lost game of analysis and reps for the potential starter if the person you choose is wrong. No, it's really not. You got you you put Kyle out there and you see what he can actually do, and he got and, the full chance to see what he actually can do. And we did the I'll main the main issue. The main the main issue with me from the beginning. The main issue with me from the beginning when I talked to when I talked to Ron about this offline when we when we talk a lot is what I always say. I always say I'm concerned for the locker room. I'm concerned for the things that this can affect outside the off the field because you are telling us the fans the the media that this is a quarterback battle. You've been saying this shit for months. This is a battle. This is a battle. And then we get into a game that's a close game with a scrub team like Indiana and you go to the fucking press conference and listen and this nigga Ryan Day says the game was tight so I didn't feel comfortable with putting in a new quarterback. The game was tight because the quarterback was being ass. That is crazy. So essentially, you're telling me the way to keep Devin Brown off the field if you're Kyle McCord is to go out there and stink it up. So Ryan Day will keep you – so you can keep playing? It doesn't make any sense, bro. I, I, I'm tired of the lying, bro. I watch an Alabama press conference. I watch Prime. I watch Kirby. They sit down with both their fucking nuts hanging, and they say what the fuck they mean. I need that. I desire that at Ohio State because right now, of us fans is looking at Ryan Day like, what the fuck is going on? I wonder what's going on in the locker room. Like, I like I, I don't get it, bro. I, I don't get the need to be lying to the to the fucking media for. Like, what are we lying about? 
I mean, so, we already know how Ryan Day handled the media 200%. You know, you're about to get lied to. You know, you're about to get led astray. What he said completely was not what happened. And I had a problem with what he said. So I don't mind what happened as long as Devin goes get that chance next week. He doesn't have to look over his shoulder and is able to make mistakes and actually go play and doesn't have to worry about getting pulled. I'm, I'm cool with it. That's how I'd rather play it. Real quick, I know we're gonna I know we're gonna beat the dead horse the entire episode and talk about this quarterback. So I want to jump in with Mr. Jones super chat before we get too far into the show. Morning, fellas. I'm a new fan to the show. Do you know why CJ Hicks didn't play? I think Luke Montgomery should start at left tackle. Kyle should be benched. This nigga is spitting. I love everything that Mr. Jones just said right there, man. I have absolutely no answers for why CJ Hicks. Did not play. It's honestly borderline inexcusable. Cam, what do you say about Jim Knowles? That nigga's on the clock. No, Jesus on the clock. Christ, man. Learn your lines, <laughs> guys. Learn your damn lines. Hey. You fucked up, my damn. Y'all don't understand. Y'all don't understand, bro. Listen, Montgomery should be starting at left tackle. A bar. That's what I'm saying. Like, I did not see, bro. They tried to show highlights of Josh, Jimmy, Simmons, Jimmy, whatever the fuck you want to call this nigga at left tackle. They're like, look at him on this run play, bro. And he's over there playing grab ass by the sidelines, not even putting his hands on no one. They tried to show this man in a highlight. Nigga wasn't even in the play. And then Kyle should be benched. I mean, anyone with half a brain and some nuts believes that. Like, we'll get Jesus back to Jim Knowles, though. We'll get back to Jim Knowles, though, because it's, it's a little gray with him. Because I ain't gonna cap defense looked all right. Defense yeah, looked like well, well, you know well, I mean, I like, it's still yeah. personnel issues with him, but go ahead, Q. Yeah, yeah, I got CJ in the nose with Mr. Jones, so we'll, we'll get into that later. Appreciate you. Happy you joining the show. Appreciate the super chat. Then we will, we will talk. We, we got a lot to go through, so we we gonna talk about it. We'll hit all those points, but definitely appreciate that. So, Nike, I did cut you off before, but I will go back to you. So let's get past Ryan Day. Let's talk about how the quarterback actually played, which we got all y'all opinions. So we'll get through this quick, but I'll give you Kyle's stats. So Kyle was 20, 20 of 33. One interception, 239 yards, a 7.8-yard average, which we definitely seen, and a 60% completion. Mike, dive into it. Let me know, where would you grade Kyle, and how did he play overall? Where would I grade Kyle? I would give Kyle a C, man. I'm going to give Kyle a C. And the the reason being, yes, uh, it's not what we like. Honestly, I think that Ryan Day should have chose this guy uh two three weeks ago maybe maybe these issues wouldn't be happening but rewatch like i was saying uh earlier re-watching this game this morning i wonder if kyle has an issue processing uh information quickly because even the the, the run that he was supposed to have for a touchdown chip is blocking the guy left you couldn't process that fast enough to see or He's not able to look like how many times Cam, Q, Ron, we talked about guys being wide open. Uh, before we got on here, we was watching the show and saw Kenny Stover run across his face, wide open, nobody on him, but he throws to the guy in coverage. So I, I wonder if he has processing issues. Um, could this be on Ryan Day? Hell yeah, this could be on Ryan Day. Could Kyle McCord stink? Hell yeah, he could possibly stink. Um but I mean, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be of the panic camp. I'm the one who told guys last night, I wanna see more. I need to see more. I need to see more, how more Ryan what? Day, hold on, what? more what? How, 
That's I what know, I was talking. Me and Michael were arguing about this hold yesterday. On. I was like, no, 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 he be killing me with this shit though. Go ahead, bro. Hey, Go ahead, bro. Like I said, what I want to see more. What I want to see more of. I don't want to see a vanilla fucking offense. I don't want to see us freaking having our guys in twelve personnel where they're freaking creeping the safeties down. Open the shit up. Spread it wide, like you guys said. It's Indiana. Why are we not spreading the field? The 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 That's why. So. Go ahead, Ron. Bro, when you say I need to see more, bro, I put a stat on the timeline yesterday, bro. Ron James' stat line at quarterback yesterday from my fucking couch. Zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. Kyle McCord's stat line as a starting quarterback at Ohio State. Zero touchdowns, one interception. You want to see more of that? Because fucking statistically, the only thing we're getting is more interceptions. Like, that's... That start was objectively worse than his Akron start as a true freshman. Am I wrong? Okay, hold on. I got to – I got to – let me jump in here. First of all, first of all, yeah, we know all these teams played fucking nobody West. We actually did play a Big Ten opponent. Yeah, we couldn't preview What's them. What's that performance no worse than Akron? Right, I'll ask it again since everybody wants to ignore the elephant defense. in the hold room. On, it's on, been two on, years on. of development. Did he look better in that game than he did against Akron? That's no, a simple question. We can do a rapid fire. Akron. Okay, so um, my he grade. That's your team. You threw, threw, threw on the show, times. but like it was Indiana. No, it's still my, uh, one. All the disrespect to Indiana, bro. Big Ten opponent. Like we like, played a fucking SEC Akron. team, bro. We played the floor of the Big Ten. My uh, my, my grade oh, for Kyle McCord, I think, is uh, his records. I'm going to give him a D plus. Um. I'm going to give him an A for a two-pack of ass. I'm going to give him a D-plus because, uh, one, I know that everybody, like, loves the that cool, calm, and collected, but I don't want my quarterback to be cool and calm and collected about not making plays. I think that's, count, that's counterproductive. So that's one. Uh, number two, um, like Mike said, uh, his processing of information wasn't there. He wasn't he wasn't making the plays that were there to be made. And I just don't think the team responded to him very well. Um, I don't know, man. I and and 23 points against Indiana week one and no touchdowns is absolutely atrocious. I was I told uh, Mike in the uh, pre-show, I was like, man, I was going to look up. When's the first time a quarterback hasn't thrown a touchdown pass in week one? And but I was like, I didn't want to feel like going through since the 70s or some shit. So I don't know, bro. I mean I think the National Archives is closed on <laughs> Sunday. It's a holiday weekend. Right? Not one touchdown in pass in week one is crazy. So I I mean, I don't know, bro. Like, I don't know. I don't know. And everyone's blaming the line. Like Josh Simmons, like, did he play the best? No, but Honestly, I think that a lot of the blame has to go to um, it's someone up front fucking up the protections. Is, is, is the center not or are they not identifying the mic or they fucking up protections? Something has to happen because whenever you get free runners like that and people like like the uh, like the Trey uh, TFL with number one from mm-hmm. Indiana, he just crosses uh, Cade Stover's face like immediately. Is that on Josh Simmons? No, it's on fucking 
uh, scheme, and that's on 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 the tight end. So um, I think that we're been a little bit too harsh on the O line um, from from what I saw. Uh, I didn't think they I didn't think they were as bad as everyone was making it seem. It seemed like they were kind of didn't know the protections and they were kind of messing up stuff and getting those free runners. I think that is very fixable. We can fix that. I didn't see a lot of man on man getting beat. It was more so like, oh, shit, like, oh, this guy. Oh, man, I missed that guy. We could deal with mental errors and fix that. The physical errors is what we're going to be worried about in the O-line. I don't think it's physical. I think it's more mental. Now, Kyle being late on his throws. And, and not seeing it and having that crazy wind-up, that's another issue. So, I don't know. Ron, you, you cut mic off. You're just two-pack of ass is all you got. That's all I got. I mean, if we're giving, <laughs> a, if we're giving a grade, I'm giving it a two-pack of ass. Like, bro, I, I promise you, bro, I am fat, old, and out of shape. I could throw to Marvin Harrison Jr. and fucking – Emeka Ibuka and get more than 35 fucking yards. That is inexcusable. Like, bro, we're out here. The person that we criticized as have like being the least dynamic pass catcher on the team led us in receiving yesterday. Cade fucking Stover was out here leading us in receiving. And I have to apologize to the guy because he was the safety blanket for Kyle because it's apparently the only nigga that he was ready to throw to. Like, I criticized Cade all offseason and – I mean, it's just crazy because, like, me and Cam had this conversation on the phone yesterday. They call him an inline tight end as a polite way to say this man's not great in the pass game. But he's really not a good blocker either, bro. Like, yeah, despite he had 96 yards, but he's also missing blocks off the edge and getting our uh, running back smacked in the backfield. So, like, if you're going to be average in the pass game and still be getting our running back smacked because you can't do your blocking assignment. I literally saw someone retweet uh, Kate Stover low light and say, tight ends get cut in the NFL for this shit. Like, it, it's just unacceptable. I saw that. Yeah. I, I, I saw I, that. I saw that. And it was it was an egregious misblock. Egregious have, misblock. We're like, the super chats are booming. And I, I, we'll, we'll I know we have a bunch of grades, but we got to get to some of these super chats. And Q, you can answer for this first one. Proctor's still getting cooked. Josh Simmons' new name is Jimmy Cooked. I love that. Arm tackling got to go. Absolutely. Get a Mecca out of punt return. I'll take that part. And Malik Hartford has to start. Man, it sounds like you watch the Buckeye Roast because we say this shit every morning. We run an ad for Malik Hartford, and we have a sponsored segment where we fire Parker Fleming. So we will get to that when our advertisers uh, – have us do that. So Q, go ahead and jump in. Yeah. I know you have lots of real estate on Proctor Island. Uh, I think it's about the same price as shitcoin right now. So oh my let me God. know how much. Let me know how your real estate agent's doing. So I think actually the value of the island went up over the weekend. Watch yeah. Josh Proctor, and I didn't see the second half. So if he went out there and got obliterated in the second half, I just missed it because I couldn't watch the second half. But in the first half. Josh Proctor was coming downhill with bad intentions. I like to see that. And this angles. entire defense was really flying around other than um, the linebackers. We'll, we'll get into that later. But also, too, Proctor did miss a couple of tackles against the most dynamic returner in the Big Ten. He's the most dynamic returner in the Big Ten for a reason. And he plays for Indiana. So that's the level of blocking he has. So if you want to get breakdown on Josh Proctor <laughs> not tackling that guy, no one tackles him. He's the most dynamic returner in the Big Ten for a reason. Wow. Making excuses for Parker Fleming. I ain't gonna lie, we did smack him though. No, also too, people want to get on Josh Proctor because Denzel Denzel Burke matched the go route while his tight while his wide receiver ran a slant 
and Josh Proctor is coming downhill and he cuts inside. You will watch every football game. I promise you a safety misses that tackle every game because it's hard to stop on a dime unless you want the dude to have no ACLs next week and that'd be the end of his career. If he is able to make that tackle, he can just stop. So no, Josh Proctor did not get cooked. He did miss some tackles, yes, but there were people on defense that looked far slower and far worse than Josh Proctor. Um, Catch the second um, half of the game. To, give us a to, um, yeah, to, I got uh, the second half because I'm to uh, piggyback on what Q's saying. Um, if you want to see safety stop on a dime and make tackles like that, tune into NFL football every Sundays because uh, that's a routine place for uh, NFL football. Ah, oh, here we so, go. That's what I I'm see, saying, I, bro. I, 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 I <laughs> go, go watch pro football. You'll see it every Sunday. Bro, we're making excuses for 15 se- fifth-year seniors on special teams. What are we doing, bro? Dynamic returner in the Big Ten. Who tackles him? I think oh, it's sad God. that we don't. I think it's sad that Ohio State doesn't have the most dynamic returns. That's right? what I'm saying, bro. Fire Parker Fleming, bro. And and, and 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 they go to my guy uh, Jordan's uh, point. Uh, get a mecca out of punt return. You are absolutely fucking right. Uh, yes, that. I'm going to have to cuss because what Ryan Day told us and what Parker Fleming told us is is yeah, oh, you know, Fleming, uh, you have bro. to have a you have to have a certain skill set and all of this shit. I'm sorry. But Emeka did not look good at punt returning. All the dancing and shit, you can't do that. You, you hit a punt and you go. You not hit a even cut that. and you go. Emeka is going to fucking get hurt. He's not going to last the whole season. This is not what you want. We talked about this all offseason. Marcus Lemon better. Hey, I heard James Laronitis has been working with special teams. I pray to God. I pray to God he training his fucking replacement. <laughs> Bro. There's absolutely no reason to have a mecha back there. One, it just adds four to five extra tackles on a mecha's body every every game for what? Because he's not he's not some sh- like he is shifty, but not shifty enough. He seemed disinterested back there in the first place. There you have four uh, potential five star wide receivers in that 2023 class. All of them are dynamic receivers, have great hands. Put one of them back there, see what they can do. Let them get hit if they're not going to get in the game. Let Brandon Innes return punts. Parker Fleming is a fucking goof. Like, the fucking punt coverage was awful. The kick coverage was awful. Like, I I just don't get why this guy is stealing money from the state of Ohio because he really does not deserve to be a full-time assistant. He doesn't recruit. Our special teams are terrible. We've never returned a kick as with him as a coach. We've never returned a punt as a coach. Our punt coverage is fucking terrible. Like, I, I, I just don't get why he's still here. It really doesn't fucking make sense at this point. I'm afraid if he takes a mecca out, he's going to put Marv back there. No, you don't. No. Here's the thing. You have how many guys, how many guys do we have on this team who have experience, Bro, especially coming from dudes. high school, who you got return. fucking dynamic highlights of being a return man? And you're ten. telling me that they don't have the skill set? Probably at least 10. But Appreciate the super chat, man. Um, also, yeah, Josh Simmons, uh, offensive or Jimmy, whatever he's going by. Offensive line was not. We're gonna great. get to the offensive line. We'll get, we'll you know, get to we're it. gonna get to Malik Hartford in a little bit. Another super chat from our guy Leonardo. Keep up the good work, fellas. What up? Roll Tide, Leonardo. Roll Tide, Leonardo. My God, what's up? <laughs> Alabama OG. looked good yesterday. OG from the spaces. Too Cool has another super chat for us. Thank you for the super chat. That game was on Ryan Day. This was the perfect game to see Tate 
just like Branch at USC, that I-formation stuff was crazy. No four wide receiver sets is crazy. We know Ryan Day's take on the four wide receiver sets. It makes them too predictable in the run game, and that's why he will not use it. He has answered this question. Is that why we ran the same stretch zone run play five times? I'm not, bro. I'm not here to argue (laughs) whether it's right or wrong. I'm telling you what the man says, bro. You know he's very inconsistent with his words. Like, what is Ryan Day, like, what, like, too predictable? I thought that stretch was calling out the fucking plays, bro. Like, oh, my God, bro. And, and 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 no disrespect to Carnell Tate, but he's not Zach Wright Branch. Yeah, he's he's not Zach Wright Branch. He's, he's not, not that. Type I think of I think he's what he was saying he's was was he's a very good receiver, more. but he's not, I don't think he's that dynamic. I think what Too Cool was saying is we should have saw more of him. Like a USC fans was able to see Branch, we we should have saw more of Carnell. Marvin Harrison Jr., bro. We can't even Marvin. Carnell played a lot. Carnell played a lot yesterday. I I mean, he had a catch and a drop. Yeah, well, I'll, wait, I'll wait till yesterday. we I'll wait till we get uh to the wide receiver. He was like actually playing yesterday. Like Carnell was getting snaps. And our guy Just Sheen smashed that hit that like, like button. Hit that like. We got 141 people in here right now. Go ahead, hit that like button. We're rolling on. Yeah, I only see four. Hey, I only see 42 likes. Come on, Buckeye yeah, Nation. Y'all can do take, better than that. Let's get this shit minute. going. Take one minute. Hit that like button. All right. So let's jump into it. So we know how y'all felt about <laughs> the quarterbacks. Running back was a big topic this offseason. We got to see Trey Mayan and Chip, or at least that's what I got to see. I don't um, probably late in the game. Somebody else came in. But off of those three, um, I want to get your thoughts of the use of the running backs. And then, paneling off that, give me who deserves carries next week. So start with the use. No, no, no. Let Ron go first. I will go first. I will go first. Let Ron go first. Yeah, yeah. So, everybody wants to know Ron's thoughts on the running back. I said, I think we're going to see Travion Henderson in New York. That was a lie. <laughs> That's me the fuck for real. <laughs> but, so, with the running backs, I think the first drive we saw showed excellent balance. And your boy's been arguing that we have the best running back room in the country. And I absolutely believe that. And I think on that first drive, uh, when you saw the balance of Trey looking like that guy, you saw Chip really coming in and showing his explosion, and then mine getting those tough yards in the uh, goal line situation. It really showed the versatility and all of the different skills in that backfield. But I am going to have to say, and Mike, you're not going to get to celebrate this one. This is all Cam's. He's been arguing, Chip, you've been on mine as RB1, and I'm not hearing that because that is fucking laughable. He showed his use as a utility back and as a goal line situation. I think Chip absolutely showed himself to be the best running back on this team yesterday. And with that, I'll take over as number two on the mic right now. Uh, Chip, train him. Listen, uh, he's especially with the O-line situation that we got going on, he showed extreme patience and understanding, like, hey, my guys aren't climbing to the, to the second level, so maybe I should have a little pacing when I run. You know what I'm saying? Set up a block, quick sudden movements, quick cuts, one and go, and he was gone. So if you watch a lot of those runs that he had on the edge, he was waiting for the tackle to basically see what the fuck he was seeing, latch on, and then he played off of that. So, I mean, I just think that he just has better feel for the game. My main thing on Trey has always been, I think Trey is explosive. I think Trey is a great athlete. I just don't feel like he has a feel for the game 
Um, I know I'm pretty sure that he played running back like very late in his career as a football player in high school. He just doesn't seem like a natural runner to me, but if we can get him in space and he's going to fucking go crazy, he's going to take off. And he doesn't really run through contact the way I like. So, I mean, Chip definitely from this day forward. I mean, if Ryan Day's running a serious football program, can see that we have RB1 and Chip training him. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much cut and dry. Seven yards of carry compared to three yards of carry for the, the next two guys. So uh, what, what really is the conversation going forward? <clears throat> I think I think it's crazy y'all don't want to give me credit. Yeah, I might have said Chip should have been running back too. Yes, I was on the mind or whatever train. Um, but uh, I do remember Cam saying that Dallas Hayden was RB one. But that's that's just me. Uh, oh, I still, I still I still he think he's going to be the best shit. running back out of all of them. I do th- I do think he's going to be the best why. running back out of all of them. But shout out to my man Tony Alford, man. He looked like he was the best coach out there. Um. He saw, hey, Trey wasn't getting the stuff done. Like we said, everybody wanted to tell me, oh, Trey issues was his foot. And like I said, I questioned you guys. I said, what the hell does his foot have to do with his vision? Nothing. And I was in the same issue. So I'm still seeing the same issues. Shout out to Chip. Yes, he has that burst. Uh, and he doesn't get tackled off an of arm tackle. Uh, us guys was watching the game before we came in here. And I'm just watching a little, a dude literally. Just threw a little clothesline arm out. And fucking Trey fell down. Mayan doesn't fall. Uh, Chip doesn't fall. And you want to talk about who you get the ball in the passing game? Uh, Mayan and Chip had 12 yards each time they touched it in the passing game, man. Those are your running back one and two going forward. Hopefully, Tony Alford can realize that. Hey, Trey, you might have to come back for a fourth year. Well. Or transfer. I did not see the second half, which I turned, which I heard Chip turned up a little bit. So I do have to check that out. So I will go with the first half of what I saw. Um, shout out to Tony Alfred, man. I really like the use of the running backs in the first half. I thought we were going to get a lot more in the first drive, and we kind of stalled out after that and tried to let Kyle McCord go do his thing. But I really liked it. Um, what I saw from Trey, I thought he looked a lot better early on in the game and setting his blocks. Showing a little patience, showing burst. He looks healthy. Didn't see the second half, but he looked pretty good to me in the first half. Um, Chip looked explosive. I give Trip a lot of a lot of crap on the show because <laughs> y'all hype him up so much. But I really liked the way they used him. He is a dynamic athlete. I did like it. I got to see his runs in the second half, and I thought Maya looked good as well. So I mean, if that's the three they're gonna roll it, and I, I got to watch the second half, but I had no problems with it at all. And balance carries and, and ride the hot hand but um yeah i mean i think this running back room is gonna have time to shake out i want to get better interior push because have the time in the first half you had dudes waiting with tire irons for trey to actually get the ball so that was not gonna go anywhere so um yeah we'd like to see the offensive line improve and it'll help us see these running backs a little better but i like, did like the use of them. i also want to get one more point out um i don't want to be completely just in here talking shit uh we gotta get uh, <laughs> yeah you do we got to get Tom out his piece because he had that defense ready to play. Like like my boy here said, Daniel Henry. They, Indiana's going to have a couple guys that's going to play on Sundays that was running around, flying around, making plays. Like they have some guys out there that belong. Uh, as a team, they weren't anywhere compared to Ohio State, but they had some playmakers out there that was making plays. Yes, um, I like that boundary corner they had. He was he was he was doing good coverage and that linebacker. So they were they were making plays. So shout out to Indiana for that for that aspect. That linebacker's a dog for sure. All right, let's keep it rolling. So wide receivers, I'm going to start with this. Marvin Emeka, 
six catches, I believe, 35 yards, very non-factors. Is this 34? Uh, 34 yards? I mean, I just I just need, I just need a reaction to that because that status is absolutely crazy to get past. I mean, what and, and my problem is who is we talked about K Silver. K Silver looked like they were actually trying to get him the ball. Everybody else was like, fuck it, you get what you get. So overall, with this wide receiver play, man, I'll just open it up. What do you think about the wide receiver play? Do you think he's on the O-line, not giving Kyle enough time? Do you think it's on Kyle? Where are we at with this wide receiver play? It's just a question. Is that the series? Oh, who's calm down. I'm trying to set you up for an answer. <laughs> said, who's it on? Like, I mean, on the niggas throwing the ball. Like, what are we talking about? Like, I don't like no, I'm like honestly starting to get frustrated with everyone. We don't have to play cute, we don't have to play stupid. This nigga played bad yesterday. I don't understand this spin or desire to want to act confused about what happened. Man, what could be the reason the two best wide receivers in the country only had 35 combined yards? Because the nigga throwing him the ball wasn't fucking doing his job. Like how many times did Marv and Emeka combine for 35 fucking yards last year with CJ as the quarterback? Probably zero. Never. Okay, then. And how many other Power 5 quarterbacks do you think could have thrown more than 35 yards to Kyle and Emeka? I think a guy at Penn State could have. Uh, I don't know if that name. Penn State, State, I think the but... two quarterbacks at Slippery Rock could have. <laughs> like, let's be the fuck for real. There's nine niggas in the PSAC that could have got more than 35 fucking yards. Not too what much. are we doing? Like, this is not fucking little tykes like we don't like these aren't nine-year-old kids this dude drives a three hundred and fifty thousand dollar fucking mercedes to throw touchdown passes and he didn't do that on saturday what are we talking about well i mean yeah, i think i mean like uh, go ahead bro go ahead bro. I, I, I mean obviously like obviously thing. like like we said you know Kyle court yeah. he definitely missed on uh on on some uh for sure and he missed guys also wide open. Uh, I wonder if he had happy feet. Like I said, it was an issue of can he read his progressions fast enough? But I also want to blame Ryan Day as well um, because Ryan Day has to get majority of his blame. If if Kyle McCourt isn't the guy, then don't let your wide receivers, uh, you know, suffer because of it. Also, Marv could have had a touchdown if he ain't run out of bounds as well, so. Hold on. Hey, can I have this moment Big for a second? I got to get this off my chest. Can I have, can I have this moment for a second? Hey, you. can you run that back? Buckeye beat. Buckeye, Buckeye beat. I'm looking at you motherfuckers. Okay. When y'all have your next presser, ask Ryan Day real fucking questions. Ask Ryan Day where the fuck was Devin Brown. Ask Ryan Day what really fucking happened in camp. Ask Ryan Day... Why we're running fucking 12 personnel. Ask Ryan Day, what is, how does the team respond to a game like that when their star receiver the number two draft pick is getting fucking three targets in the fucking game? Ask Ryan Day what the fucking problem is on the fucking team. Because everybody else can sit here and pretend like everything's fucking rainbows and sunshine at Ohio State when Maurice Claret and other former Buckeyes can see it from the TV. There's no passion. There's no fucking energy. It doesn't look like guys want to be there. Just going through the fucking motions, talking about they need to be more motivated week one against a Big Ten opponent. Ask Ryan Day what the fuck is going on. Start doing that fucking job. 
Go down the rabbit hole and figure out what's going on and put pressure on that motherfucker, Ryan Day. Because right now, to me, the beat seems like they got a fucking choice. Are you guys loyal to the Ohio State football program or the coaching staff? I'm going to tell you who I align with, the fucking team. That's what I'm saying. I don't know why everybody's fucking protecting the relationship with Ryan Day. Nigga might not be the coach next year if this fucking season continues like that. So, bro, you're going to have to build a new fucking relationship anyways. Better ask this nigga some tough questions and put out some fucking good articles instead of fucking going in there and fucking... Glaze this just, just, just to play that. Hold on, just to play right devil's advocate, right? Camera, bro. Just to we play devil's this, advocate. Bro. Will Ryan Day answer those tough questions, or will he just yeah, give a political answer? Is he gonna lie he, again? He's gonna coach That's what I'm saying. So, it. like, well, so like, pin him down. I mean, I know that you know our our beat. We definitely criticized them for last year not asking the tough questions. But I wonder, are they not asking the tough questions because they know Ryan Day ain't gonna fucking answer? No, we gonna give just, some bullshit. Don't ask the tough questions. Doug Maurice knows niggas is not gonna answer him questions. He asks it every time. He'll ask tough questions even though he doesn't get an answer. So I think it's more them not asking tough questions more than I know he's not gonna answer. You give him the chance to answer if you don't ask the question. So one of the things that he said in his most recent press conference was that he felt like the game was close and he just needed to roll with Kyle to get through the game. Right? If this battle was so close. And we have a standard of what we expect at Ohio State with the best weapons in the country. Did you not make a mistake? Like, you're you're lying to me in, in one of two ways. Either there's not two NFL quarterbacks on this roster because I did not see an NFL quarterback out there on the field yesterday. Or you picked the wrong fucking quarterback. What, what, are, we, what are we doing? Which one is and it? Because might have a did you guys see two, did you guys see two first round quarterbacks out there? Yeah, I didn't. What'd you say, Mike? And I didn't. I see said Cam might have a different theory on the quarterbacks that we have, and what's yeah. the difference from this year and previous years back to Dressel? Ah, uh, yeah, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> catch us in this space. <laughs> hey, catch us on the Discord for that for that time. Yeah. But yeah, no, I asked the I asked the question I asked, even though Ryan looked at me like it was crazy, because I felt like Ryan fucking day, wow. you got two first round wide receivers, and you're not doing nothing to get them. To, I don't care how bad the quarterback play is, get them the fucking ball. If you can drive up plays for Cade Stover every other time and give them screens and all that, get them the fucking ball. Can I, I ask y'all a question? But it's can not like Marv wasn't out there, bro. You still have the option to throw this nigga Marv the ball. I mean, you're choosing to throw the cage. Run run a play for him. You guys telling me you didn't see Marv open in the game yesterday? Nigga, I wasn't playing quarterback, but I seen him open. Can I ask you a question? So next week, if we save Kyle Trotz out there next week and we're not in rhythm against YSU, what is that crowd going to be like? What 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 is that energy gonna be like he when they're home crowd? Bro, I might have to pull up in Columbus so I can start the Denver Brown chance if niggas start looking <laughs> mad hey, again. Ohio State fans, hey, Ohio State fans are very critical. You're only gonna hear them when shit is going good. That's when the that's when Ohio Stadium is loud. If this performance happens again against a Youngstown State, you will hear a lot of boos, I believe. Yeah. It will Man. be coming. So, um, but 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 I think we missed something. Let's talk about the wide receivers that we didn't get the fucking see. We saw a walk on out there. Nah, we didn't miss something. It was in the show notes. So That's I got a new you. rule, bro. So, that, bro. No JB. 
No, okay. I'm ready to get to the defense, bro. I'm ready to get to the defense, bro. No, no, no. Because I'm going to have to up my grade. do y'all give Brian Hartline? Because if I see this nigga ahead, Scott, get the grade, Stocksdale bro. come out on the field before one of our fucking five-star wide receivers again, bro, I'm throwing a fucking boot through my TV. Like, hey, what is that Hit shit? the super chat so we can buy Ryan another TV, y'all. Yeah. That's what hey, I'm saying. I got, a, yeah. hey, I got another. I'm gonna hey, I got another. Uh, hey, everybody that's been watching Buckeye uh, BS and Best Damn Media, hey, I'm going to let you know right now, man, I got another take that hit, too. That, you know what I'm saying? I got another one coming up. So y'all just the Discord. We yeah, didn't even get to the offensive line. You're gonna have to wait for your defensive line. <laughs> you know what I want to say, hey yeah, Ron? I can't wait. wait. I can't wait out to give a yeah, preview. Well, you got you another. You got. You still got a whole nother. That's my heart right there. That's my dog right that needs. What do y'all give Brian Hartline as a grade? Bro, not seeing JB or Tate at not seeing really any receivers when he talked about five. Bro, Tate was out there. Tate was out there. Tate was out there a lot. No, I, no, we saw Tate. I mean, not Tate. No, no JB and no Ennis is what I meant, bro. Or XJ. I thought we was gonna go five, six deep. We ain't even get to five. We stopped at four. These things gotta go, bro. They, they, they it's, if it's me and I'm Jane Ballard, I'm like, yeah, shit. I, I might just be too fast to play here. I'm up out of here. There's, there's no way in year four you can't get a snap, especially shit. Obviously, we're doing shit anyway because we can throw him the ball. Throw him in Bro, there for I, a play. I thought I was going to have to get on here and apologize to Julian Fleming because in the moment it felt like he was doing something. So right before no, I did my – give me a second. I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> before I started the Bleacher Report show, I was like, let me look at this nigga's stats before I get on here because I don't want to disrespect <laughs> – Fifty-six yards, like he wasn't doing shit, bro. Like even though he was getting catches, bro, in his fucking JB, someone gotta fucking be out there. Like it can't be Julian Fleming, bro. Like I didn't see anything out there that was like, I need more of this dude, bro. We gotta see more JB. I don't, I don't agree with that wholeheartedly because listen, what, uh, what's his name, Julian Fleming? Didn't he do his fucking job? He's wide receiver three. He did. What do else do you expect from him? Is, he got six catches true. and fifty-eight yards. The issue he's, is that's what you rec- that's what you expect from your wide receiver three, right? Yeah. Is that he's what you expect from your wide receiver? Nigga, you was cutting him last night. God. Oh. Oh, Cam, did you switch? Is that what you expect from your wide receiver three? Who's the number one? The number one overall prospect in his class. Bro, I'm not, no, no, no. Bro, he's not a wide receiver in Brian Hartline history. Like last night, and you was cooking me for saying the same thing. No, 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 bro, okay. no, 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 You cooked no, me last night for saying Kyle. the same thing. No, no. Bro, when we talked about Julian Fleming, you was cooking me on the playback. I never had a take about Julian Fleming. I don't really care. I know what he is. We've seen him for fucking four years now. Like I know what I don't expect him to do anything amazing. What I do expect to do, who I do expect to do amazing things, is Marvin yeah, Harrison wow. Jr. and Mekek Buka, who had five catches between them. So, fair take. I don't know. I agree there. He did his job. But my grade for Hardline would be, I'd give Hardline a B minus because I feel like we have the talent to rotate in like the younger guys, like you said. Like, there's just no reason why we didn't see. Um, uh, uh, younger guys getting in there, getting reps, and and in the in between the games against the Indiana like that, like these are the times for them to get reps, like a Brandon Ennis and a Noah Rogers, and all of those type of guys. So I don't know. 
Uh, no, last year we they Jaden Ballard is a singer. We, yeah, last that's what I'm year saying. we they're like, oh, you're a fan of the new guys. It's like, Jayden no, Ballard. I'm a fan of the guy that runs 24 miles per hour. <laughs> He's a singer, like, bro. It just, like, that's it just doesn't make of. any sense. And, and like last year, the whole narrative was like, oh, boys had dead oh, legs or boys oh. was tired, and it was just like, we're just doing the same shit we did last year. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I don't yeah. understand. Like, I don't know. But I'm not as I'm not as mad at the 12 personnel looks as y'all were. Like, it's I just Julian think Fleming that, jersey for Cam out here. No, no, no. Because like, if y'all go back and look at our. If you if y'all go back and look at our uh, numbers last year with twelve personnel with CJ Straw, our offense was actually super efficient out of twelve personnel. Honestly, Same Mike, since Cam want to lie in four K, tell him what Cam really said on the phone last night. Man, this motherfucker Cam said that that shit was ass from Julian Fleming. This is not what we supposed to have as a wide receiver. I, <laughs> I did not have a Julian get Fleming. This nigga can't have a credential, bro. This nigga is lying. I did not have a Julian Fleming credential. Don't act like I'm saying you're in the ball. He has 50 yards. I might give Cam a pass because he was out there in the sun. He was talking about Kyle McCord. But this is what he said. I said, hold on. This was my comment to Cam. I said, man, I saw improvement from Julian Fleming. He wasn't dropping passes or anything. What the fuck? We're not supposed to be seeing this. That's not supposed to be a wide receiver at Ohio State. He's supposed to be cooking. I'm like, bro, but damn, you. No, 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 no. Okay, I remember now. No, I said this is Ohio State. No, no, no. I said said, this is Ohio State, and you're talking to me about a nigga that caught a ball with his hands. That's what I said. I didn't say shit. You said it wasn't good enough. And I said, all we're talking about was it's improvement. You talked about last year how he did was improve. All he you did was wide receiver three okay. year four, and he had fifty eight yards. Hold on, hold on, Cam. Okay, how many cool. times? How many times did right. you break down Julian Fleming uh, being a nice route runner and getting open last year, and CJ not throwing him the ball? How many times? One time against Michigan. That's cap, bro. That's Cap. And you've been talking all, all season about him getting open and how he's in a, a route runner. What you need is a route runner. Julian we know he don't, Fleming? We bro, know he's not the fastest. Go cut me up. Go cut me up talking about Julian Fleming. But, I don't got time oh. for this. Go cut me up. Go cut Some me of them pass wide receiver. I wish we could cut up that. Go cut me up. We go cut me up. We've been doing this shit since March. Go cut me up hyping up Julian Fleming, please. I wish I could cut up that playback last night. That uh, one was decent. Anywho, oh, the playback was recorded last night. You can't clip oh, that. Oh, so okay, yeah. thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go clip that up. Fuck no, we'll, we'll put this segment right next to this nigga fucking last night, like some fucking hibachi on the playback, nigga. You're gonna 4K. Damn, Nugget didn't switch that for me like that. Look at that. I agree. With Cam, Cam, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get past wide receivers. Let's get to this O line, man. So we get through this offense. Get That's what niggas really want to talk about at this point. Offensive line, man. Give, just give me a grade. How the offensive line play, and give me just one take on the offensive line. C minus. C minus. Overall take on offensive line, Ron. We need to figure out how to fucking run the ball inside, bro. And Kate Stover needs to fucking block edges when they're coming off and smacking the fuck out of our running backs in the backfield. C minus. All right, Cam, same from you. Give me a grade. Give me your overall take. C plus. I give me a take. C plus. Cam um, really fucking twerking for that credential today. 
Um, like I said, <laughs> I, I I know what I saw. It looked like they didn't know how. It looked like it was more mental errors and physical errors. It looked like they didn't really know how to. They they were fucking up the protections, which is fixable. So I don't I don't really see the doom and gloom as much with the O line as everybody else. I think so we had that conversation on the phone last night because something that we both agreed on was there was multiple times where they show the replay of the run play and every lineman is on a block. block. Yeah. everybody's on a man and then someone's just running fucking free and you know what i mean can't play football at a much higher level has a much deeper knowledge of the x's and o's and i'm asking him i'm like in this situation everybody's on a block so i mean so they're blocking but how does this man run free because it seems like someone's not on the right block because the guy is making the tackle easily so can't go ahead and explain that and it's basically it just looks think, like why do you think this is fixable yeah, I just it just looks like because I mean we have a new center and a new quarterback, and it just looks like they're not communicating on the protections, calling out the wrong mic, something. Because basically the linemen just match up. They're just the quarterback's telling the center where a mic is. They're looking up and they're matching up. So some type of miscommunication is going on on right there when you see one two guys on one guy and linebackers are running through, and also uh, our guards need to be better at climbing up. So I don't know. I don't. Th I think it's fixable. Now, um, J uh, Jimmy Simmons on with, with the pass rushing on the edge. I mean, I don't know. Like he had some he, plays. He had yeah, some he had, plays. he had flashes. He could get better. I mean, look, bro. We I, I saw I saw Fryer. Yeah, I saw Fryer do work miracles with Dewan. So, get, granted, Jimmy doesn't have Dewan's physical gifts, but still, I don't know. I'm not I'm not ready to panic yet on the O line. Like I'm yeah. not. No, I'm not there yet. Are we giving these too much credit for Dwayne Also, like, the zone running scheme, uh, Cam, I mean, Ron, that we saw uh, this year. Didn't we have the same issue last year when we were running the zone and how we weren't getting any push? And then what did we do against Notre Dame? We came out with 12 personnel, ran power uh, run, and we were, we were getting yardage. So I don't understand what the philosophy is behind it. And, Mike, you told me that now that Friars running a running game this year that we were yeah. going to see something different, and it looked like yeah. same old, same old to me. Yeah, so, you do exactly right. I don't yeah. know. Maybe that's who was calling us the zone stretch last year. But, anyways. Um, real quick, real so, quick. You brought up Dewan Jones and gave Fryer, and people like to give stud credit for that one. Fry. Like, a little bit of revisionist that's history. Justin Fry and uh, Stud. Stud was the one who brought him in. Everybody mm -hmm. likes to give them credit for this guy. Juan Jones is 6'8", <laughs> 350 pounds, and a borderline D2 Division One, D2 or D1 basketball player. Like, I mean, if anyone's fucking worth their fucking salary, shouldn't they be able to make him, with the physical gifts that he has, a first-round draft pick? Honestly, anything coaches, less than that should be but, a failure. But, but Stud, Stud didn't have him ready when it was his town. Exactly. Fryer did. Fryer did. I, I'll tell you, uh, I just have I have more faith in Justin Fryer. Now, like what Cam said is, is I'm thinking I that's more something. I expected something different from this running game. Uh, it was crazy because in the first half we did see a lot more power. It but seemed then like it. We yeah, but then we started to go to this stretch. I don't know if this stretch is really a Ryan Day thing or if it is Justin Fryer. We're going. I think that's something that we need a question from the beat. So everybody, message the beat. Ask them what's up with the running game because we thought that shit was going to switch up. I give the O-line uh, C. As Cam said, I'm not in panic mode. Uh, I'm not going to rehash on everything that Cam hit. But our 
interior O-line, the guards, the centers, they need to work on coming off the double teams and getting on people. I saw Josh Fryer. Uh, I saw Josh Fryer, uh, Fryer uh, working on a double team, and then I think it was a delayed blitz, and he fucking missed the person. Like he, he just wasn't touching nobody. So I mean, that that's something that I think is coachable and that we can work on. I'm not gonna be in panic mode yet, but let's see. Yeah, same here. I probably give him a C. I like the power run game earlier on. I thought that worked a little better. I think, and I think we ran a, a two tight end front a lot and didn't spread it out to help the O line. I think that's why we we stuck in it so much, just to help him pass protection and things like that. So I think that's why we really didn't open it up and see more three, four wide receiver looks. But uh, I mean, I'll give him a C. I didn't think it was terrible. I thought it was fixable. So I'm, I'm right. Mike, what was your grade? A C. Yeah, that's this, Ohio, this Ohio State. I can't. I can't be like, oh, you get a B or anything. Yeah, run, run more power. That's yeah. all. I want. And then tight end, our guy K stuff. We'll wrap up with that. We'll get the defense. Um, tight ends. We just give me your overall thoughts. What did you see from there? What do you think about uh K Stover being wide receiver one on this um on this Buckeye team? We'll start with Mike. Go ahead. Uh, you know, obviously, I'm I've been up the camp all off season at. I don't want to see that much of K Stover. It looked like G Scott was going to be the featured guy, but after he caught that pass uh, and he got hit low, he started limping a bit, and we didn't really see much of him after that. So, I mean, K, he got open. He did cook. I mean, you know, he was out there looking like Farmer Grunt. Um, but when the chips are down and we're going up against better teams, you know, I just feel like it's going to still be the same K that we saw against better teams. So, I mean, I definitely want to see more from a, a Joe Royer and a G Scott. Uh, Joe Royer had a chance to catch a pass. He missed it. And, yeah, he was getting uh, contact laid on him. But that's the point of you being a tight end. You're supposed to have a bigger body. You're supposed to be able to catch the ball while getting contact on you. So, uh, definitely need to see that. And then the fucking blocking from K Stone. Fucking atrocious, bro. Uh, I'll, I'll let Cam or y'all get into that shit. That shit was fucking atrocious. Cam, go ahead. I mean, we knew this, you know? Like, this is just another situation with Brian Day. Um, another year, another player that we get to see that we know who they are and they're not better. They're just still the same. Same with Steel Chambers. Same with the Proctors. Same with the Martinez. Same with Stover. These guys, we are, we're kind of like, I was talking yesterday to my cousin on the phone. Like, I don't know, like, if we're just like a feel good, like, you buy in, you play program, and we just don't really want to play all the dogs and the best players anymore. I don't know, but it just seems like there's just kids that they like on a team, and it's just nothing they can fucking do that to, to, for them to lose reps. So, I mean, we knew what Kate Stover was, and he did what he did, and did what he always do. So, I'm not surprised. So, it is what it Wrong. is. I called Kate Stover one of my winners in my Bleacher Report instant reaction. But, like, after seeing the blocking highlights, I'm like, bro, if your claim to fame is being a big, tough guy and not the greatest receiver and you're out here being the best receiver, then let's use the better receiving options because I feel like they could be even more dynamic. I think Cade is great after the catch. Um he, you know what I mean? He runs through people. He runs through arm tackles. He stiff arms the fuck out of DBs. So that's always cool to see. But I mean, if you're going to not be the dynamic receiving threat that G Scott is or a Joe Royer, 
and you're still going to be whiffing on blocks, getting our fucking running back smacked in the backfield, bro, I'm good on you. Like, do that rah-rah shit from the sidelines, put a receiving threat in there, because uh, if we're going to have someone out there whiffing on blocks in the run game, I'd rather it be G. Scott than Kate Stover. Yeah, G. Scott actually, I think, blocks a little better. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, we'd like to see their guys more featured. But like Cam said, it, it is what it is at this point. You know, like, yeah. they're going to roll with Kate regardless of a uh, fucking – Brock Bowers could transfer to Ohio State. Case that will play over him. So exactly, um, so, like, it's true though. Like they, they just latch on the kids that they like, and it just seems like nothing can stop them from playing on Ohio State. They, like they we can have Tom way. Brady coming here, and they're gonna be like Kyle McCord. That's the guy. So fuck it. <laughs> to take like, snaps away, give him the Kate. So <laughs> yeah. it really, it really is what it is. You want me to say? All right, so that wraps up the offense. We're gonna get the defense, but we'll take this time. Everybody, our mark. Like the video. Smash that like. In here. Go ahead, smash that. Get your chats in. Ask your questions. I know Ron is saving some up for the end of the show, so we'll jump into that. But let's go ahead and jump into this defense. So, um, didn't have this on the notes, but Jim Knowles returns for his um, second year debut. Overall, want to get your thoughts on how the defense looked, how they played. Only gave it three points, so nothing crazy. But I'll start with you, Cam. You your answer for defense, so I'll give it to you. Give me your overthoughts on the defense before we jump into position by position. Uh, I think the secondary as a whole, I think the secondary as a whole, I'll give them a, a, a minus. Um, I think that there were some, there were some opportunities for us to try to get a turnover. You can't get an A plus out of cam unless you get a turnover. So I'll give the defense, I'll give the D, a secondary a minus, uh, linebacker play B maybe. You know, a B. I mean, it was it was just, I don't know. Uh, and uh, we'll get more into depth than that. And then on a D line, I'm giving a D line an A minus. Um, I think that there's going to be a conversation that's going to uh, be coming about around Buckeye Nation when they start looking at that one and two deep get into the game. Because that two deep, I'm going to tell you something, bro. Caden Curry, <laughs> Kenyatta Jackson, Hero Canoe, when they was getting in the game, them motherfuckers was pass rushing. You hear me? So, I don't know. It's going to be a conversation. I mean, Jack Sawyer, uh, he left a little bit more out there to be desired. JTT is still uh, very excellent against the run, but more I want to see more off the edge from him. And as far as the tier D line play, I think Mike Hall Jr. did great as a rusher, uh, but he kind of was getting moved a little bit, uh, holding those double teams. I don't think he's a shade. I think he's more of a five tech. I think he's out of position. Uh, he shouldn't be in that A gap for Ohio State. Um, I think that's more hero canoe, but who knows? But as an overall, I give the defense an A. They played great yesterday. Mike. Yeah, same here. Defense definitely gets an A. Uh, you know, working my way. The DBs, man, they also get an A. Uh, I'm not gonna give them a, uh no minus or anything, just straight A. And the reason being is is our issue was always when a quarterback was standing in the pocket. And he was able, and he had time in the pocket, and our D-line wasn't getting to him. What happened every time? Our DBs was getting cooked. We did not have that issue. So shout out to our DBs, man. They look way more aggressive. None of that passive stuff. Uh, also, we, we, we saw them try to go deep on us, right? And our DBs wasn't getting burnt. Man, clap it up for the DBs, bro. I love it. Um, linebackers. Linebackers. Uh <laughs> Uh, they, they they get a we, we'll give them a C plus. Uh, 
I mean, they did not look like the linebacker. Uh, Tommy did not look like Tommy Heismanberg, what Ron been telling us. Uh, still looked like the same steel uh, to me. Um, I mean, shit, still got Moss. On, I mean, I feel like if I was CJ Hicks, that's a PBU. Um, you know, that's so a I fucking pick six, I, bro. Definitely. So, I mean, the the I'll say Jim knows you get a C because that rotation was ass. Uh, D-line, man. Um, D-line, I will give a B-plus, too, because the quarterback had way, much, way too much time in that pocket. I also saw he was able to step up in the pocket, which was something that wasn't supposed to happen this year. Um, so, yeah, D-line. But I, I am glad of things that I got to see out of – even Jaden McKenzie, we didn't hear much about him. But he played good. Uh, my guy, Hero Canoe, or Cam's guy, Hero Canoe, uh, actually looked good out there, man, in that interior, bro. Uh, King Yada Jackson, you see that there's some things that he needs to work on in his toolbox. But, man, you saw the flashes. So I'm loving what I saw out of our D-line, man. And uh, Proctor, uh, maybe that's on Jim Nose and him not practicing uh, tackling drills because he's still going at, at his angles wrong. So, uh, I mean, honestly, I think that you'll see Malik Hartford later on in the season taking his spot. Ron. I give them a B. It's hard to be critical of a defense that only gave up three points, but I'm here to do it. So, <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? We all can't be Hall of Fame Twitter coaches, but you know what I mean? Someone has to do it. But uh, <clears throat> Tommy Heismanberg. I think his Heisman campaign was flattened when he got pancaked yesterday. So I don't know what was going on out there. I thought he was going to come out there and play like a guy whose hair was on fire. Jim Knowles was talking about this nigga like he was Miss Miss Cleo out there fucking predicting the plays. I didn't see any of that. I seen him fucking coming full send on blitzes and running straight into fucking guards belly buttons. Like just disappointing overall from Tommy. Um but, I mean, at the same time, they weren't giving up big plays, but uh, you didn't see the athleticism. You saw him getting stuck on blocks more than you like to see. You saw Reptar Arms also not being able to shed a block like everyone feared all offseason. But for some reason, we have a five-star rated higher than per Harold Perkins sitting behind him when we saw him blowing up run plays in spring and fall camp and every highlight that he appeared in. But for some reason, he didn't fucking play yesterday. Our defensive line, I mean, overall, they did their job. They played within the scheme. But at the same time, you would like to see a little bit more pressure with the way uh, we talked about the team. We talked about them being the best defensive line in the country. And I would hope that the best defensive line in the country would be able to generate more pressure than we saw yesterday. But overall, I think their defense is moving in the right direction. As far as the cornerback, I love what I saw out of Denzel Burke. Absolutely deserves an apology from all the criticism. I talked about the stack of little Debbie cakes under his bed last year as a sophomore. He was battling through injuries. Didn't seem like he was completely in shape. Uh, but he seems much more fit this year, active, getting his hand uh, on the ball yesterday, uh, multiple PBUs. So you love to see that out of Denzel. Um, it, David Igbenosin lived up to the billing. He played outside despite them doing that goofy shit and listing him as a safety coming into fall camp and talking about him playing in the nickel. We saw him outside the majority of the game. Um, he played physical. We saw what we expected out of him. Uh, tackling, hitting, uh, the pass interference calls that we expected. But like I said, I said on Friday's show, um, 
I would love to see more pass interferences. If it means we're getting two more pass interferences a game and we're not seeing Roman Wilsons and Parker Washingtons and all of these other niggas that sound like presidents running through our fucking secondary ass naked, I, I would be fine with that. So if it means one extra pass interference call to prevent a big play, I'm here for it. So overall, I give the defense a B. I would like to see them be more disruptive as far as forcing turnovers. One of the big things that Jim Knowles, uh, like, claim to fame was coming here was forcing turnovers, getting off the field on third down in sacks. I don't know about you guys. Have you seen the dynamic pass rusher or sack totals or interceptions that were advertised when he was coming here? Uh, all I know is every time 93 gets in a game, whether it's a spring game or a real game, he makes a play and in a backfield, making a TFR sack. So I've seen yeah, man. all I need to see. Um, I don't know why he doesn't play. For, uh, this nigga Cam listened to me talk for three minutes and was like, you know what? Fuck the question you just yeah. asked. That's the question. He's the only person with a fucking sack yesterday. <laughs> there it is. So what Cam so to translate what Cam is saying, he wants to see more hero canoe out there. No, translation. Bro, we have this conversation all the fucking time. Every time we've seen this nigga play, whether it's in the spring game and now we've seen him play now. He's making plays. He's got a so why isn't he, and a sack. What do you think the reason for him not playing is? Bro, I we, we fucking know. Why I, I don't even, I don't even know why you're doing this with Hero Canoe. Because we see this with every player on the Ohio State fucking roster who doesn't start and is probably better than the guy that starts before them. They always show up, make a play, and then go into witness protection. So but like, but here, but how does it, but does it not sound, sacks. but look, 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 look. We all cried for Tyleek Williams. To finally he played play. good. Tyler played good. Tyler, he played good. So who, who just, do you want to see? So who do you rushed. want to see less of? Who do you want to see less I think, of? I think that Tyler Williams needs to be the shade. With, yes, most definitely. Um, with uh, Hero Canoe, and I think that Mike Hall Jr. needs to stay as a five tech. He does not need to be inside. Uh, he's not. He's not big enough for that. It's not, I don't so think. What that's is your four? What is your ideal four deep rotation? On the interior. My idea for it. On pass downs, I would put um Caden Curry. I will put bro. It's hard on pass downs. I want you know what? I'm gonna say something, Kane bro. Curry but I don't look great on pass hey. downs. I'm a, bro, Kane Curry. I, they used Caden Curry in the Rushman package yesterday. Kenyatta Jackson looked the best off the edge yesterday. Caden Curry looked second best off the edge yesterday. And it's like I love what JTT brings to the team, but like as a pass rusher, bro, I don't know. Like I just think I see bet I see more twitch out there than him, bro. But he's very excellent at setting the edge. But as a rushman package, bro, I'm putting KJ out there. I'm putting um Hero Canoe in there, and I'm putting um Mike Hall Jr. And then I'm rotating between Jack and Kaden. I like that. I like that a lot. So <clears throat> um yeah, man. I guess I guess let me get my grade real quick, and then we'll dive into because we uh, we talk defense a line a lot, so we'll, we'll we'll hit straight the linebacker. But um, overall, I think I'm a B plus on defense. Didn't give up a lot of points. They have a lot of yards. Overall, defense looked fast except for a certain position, where we'll talk about in a second. But um, yeah, man, thought it was good. Um, we didn't play no dynamic offense. I think the defensive line got hurt a little bit by the offense Indiana was running, and really didn't get to show off as much as they will later on in the season. But I like what I seen early. So. Let's move it on to – we'll skip past defensive line. We, we kind of hit that a lot. Let's go to linebacker. Why did Steele and, and Tommy look like the worst two linebackers on the field? Somebody let me know. 
Because they're not the best. It is an easy question. We don't even have to have a whole five-minute segment or anything on this. They aren't the best linebackers on the team, and we all know this. See, we I, all know this. See, they, they, the, thing Mike, know this. the thing, Mike, I think what the problem was is we didn't have a freak show like Sonny Styles on the field last year to really see the speed difference. And then once he stops, got out there and was lapped into the, the ball. It was like, holy shit, man. He pushed Tommy Eichenberg in the dirt to make the play. <laughs> he came from the other sideline and beat them to the near side. <laughs> what the like, fuck are we doing? Bro, we was watching. I was watching IU on defense and watching our linebackers. And like, how the fuck did this even happen? How's that even What do you mean? We know how it possible. happened. Possible. Five star not playing. <laughs> Like, and CJ Hicks is on the sideline. CJ Hicks has line. the same athletic profile as Sonny Styles, and he's not fucking playing. See, now hold on, now hold on. Last week, last week, niggas called me crazy when I came up here and I said I would not be mad if I see the two backup linebackers. I saw, I was like, man, they kind of look freaky out there. See them start. Y'all want to go crazy on me on the show? Who went crazy on you? Who? Y'all said that was a crazy take. No, y'all no, getting no, me shit. No, y'all getting me shit because I said Cody no, Simon looked more twisted. And I'll still argue. And I'll still argue that Tommy yeah, should be on the field here. with CJ no, Hicks. Oh, I'm about to say, bro. Oh, oh, that was wrong when Ron kicked you off the screen. Yeah, I got kicked off. Hold on, hold on. Actually, we both got kicked off the screen last week for the shit. What are you talking about? And I'll stand by. Tommy and CJ should be out there. I backed you up and got kicked off the screen yeah. for backing you up. Because I said, I was like, yo, if Cody Simon and <laughs> Cody Simon and CJ oh. Hicks walked out there starting, I wouldn't be mad at all. And, and the, the game showed me that wasn't a crazy take. That's all I was at. Because Cam said the same thing. Bro, I was telling boys, I was like, bro, I think, I I was like, I think boys look twitched up this year. Like, I don't know. But we know, but here's my thing, bro. Here's what I hate about this. Like, we know what we're getting. There's no need for us to do deep analysis, whatever. We've seen Tommy and Steele (laughs) for three fucking years. We know what they're going to do. They're not going to get any better. They're not going to get any worse. We know what the fuck to expect out of them week in, week out. And it's frustrating because we got CJ Hicks on the bench just cooking. So what I put in the chat and what I put on the timeline, I need everybody in the chat to give me your best pitch to keep CJ Hicks out the portal because we're going to fucking need it. There's always next year. That's the only thing that you can tell me. There's always next year. Look, Steel Chambers is going to be out of here next year, man. You're going to be able to play, all right? Yeah. yeah. We got you next year, buddy. Hey, hey, hey. Hold on. Because Steel Chambers' feelings is more important than your ability to play football. Hey, CJ Hicks might have a rebuttal to that because they probably told him that shit last year. Just wait till next year. Dear Jesus, out of here, man. man. All right, look, man. We're going to the pig roast with him, Cade. Going to the farm. Fucking you. Let's get some bonding in. Goddamn cornerbacks. Fuck out of here. Shit that I want to say because I I watched some hey. some post game interviews. Before we get to the post game interviews, make sure you smash that like button. We got 176 Please. people in here. We have 88 likes. Let's get to 115 before we get out of here. So go ahead and run those likes up. We appreciate all of you in here. Spending your morning with us after that abysmal game. Go ahead, Mike. What are we talking about yeah, as right. far as post-game interviews? Okay, so from the cornerbacks, man, I, I watched uh, Denzel Burke's post-game interview, and he was talking about what they saw on 
film from Indiana is not what was on the field against Indiana. So, I mean, you know, we're being really critical of our defense, but for them to be able to show those in-game adjustments, which we were critical of them last year, I think was a was amazing. Um, I do want to say this about the post-game interview uh, that Ryan Day had, because there was a couple things that I didn't like that he said. And the first thing that, I, that pissed me off was, why the fuck are you talking about the weather and saying it's hot out there when niggas down here? I'm a, I'm a down we here. Pussy. Hold on, I'm down here in Texas. The fucking weather is 102, and then with the humidity, it feel like 115 degrees. What you know are you what? talking about? Yeah. It was 80 degrees in fucking Indiana. 88. Yeah, it's and Mike, to, to that point, man, I was there. I'm about to die from Colorado and played in 100. Hey, Q, you had an excuse. No complaints. Q, you had an excuse. You had nothing in your system. Bro, it was hot as fuck, bro. Hey, what? What? Fuck what Mike have, talking about. I was about dead in that bitch. I was calling God like, yo, this is hey. fucking hot as fuck. I about died in the stands in that motherfucker, bro. Fuck that. It was hot as fuck yesterday, I couldn't hear him. This man was cutting out because the service was bad. And he just kept repeating himself. He kept saying, it's hot as fuck here. So I don't want to hear it from there. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't know, tell if he was Ohio giving me Indiana. game analysis, but he just kept repeating how fucking hot it was. <laughs> Niggas from Colorado came down here to Texas and took care of business, bro. Motherfucking Travis Hunter had a hundred over 120 fucking snaps. Wasn't complaining about no fucking weather. I ain't trying to hear that shit. 200%. Hey, no I agree with you, Mike. I, Mike. Mike, I agree with you, but I was, I was hot as fuck. I was busted. <laughs> Game. They didn't prep you for the game like they, like they did the players, so we'll, we'll let you slide on that one. Yeah, bro. But, but I ain't I have mean, a big I ain't have a big fan in the AC thing on the sideline blowing on me either. So that's <laughs> but to the that's corner. Oh, uh, to the corner. Go ahead, Mike. No, no, no. Uh honestly, another thing about the cornerbacks that I saw, I saw E Iggy. He was getting beat in the in the uh wide receiver was coming towards Denzel Burke's way. The the communication on it. But Burke to end up coming downhill and breaking up and getting the PBU was amazing, bro. I just can't stop raving about how much better these guys had gotten. Because like we said, the D-line wasn't getting much pressure. And we always, like I remember saying in the preseason, we didn't have the DB. You know, Zach Harrison was always a half a second short. We didn't have the DBs to cover for a half a second. Shit, this year we had DBs cover for a whole second. So... I mean, I'm loving it, shit. Y'all go ahead. What y'all like? I mean, same here. I said before the game. Um, we, what did we expect from Igbenosin? I was like, I I expect to forget he's out there just because there's there's no threat to that side. Just forget, like, oh yeah, he played. I forgot. And that's what that's what I love for my quarterback. I love to forget that they're in the game playing. I said it, uh, Burke last season. I was like. Everybody got on Burke for his performance last season. I thought he got better week by week last year. And at the end of the year, he would give up a catch or so every now and then. Everybody remembers the Georgia catch on a fucking triple move. But he wasn't giving up shit the entire game. You're going to get beat eventually. So I was like, I'm riding his stock high going into this season. Both of them played very well. Burke, uh, I think just off of that one route on the slam route got beat. But outside of that, I didn't see much. I mean, I got to, like I said, rewatch the second half. But I thought they played excellent in that corner. Ron or Cam? What was the original question? Sorry, I'm talking. Uh, just your overall thoughts of the cornerback play. Uh, uh, a plus. Um, I saw what I wanted to see out of Iggy. I saw what I wanted to see out of Denzel. I think Denzel played at an elite level. We talked about uh, standard for Ohio State and that being in the conversation for 
best in America. I don't think he's the top cornerback in America, but I think he'll be in those All-American conversations if he puts out efforts like that all year. So if he's able to show that consistency, I have zero concerns. I think your guy, Jordan Hancock, uh, was able to get his hands on the ball. I think that was an overall thing that I took away from the sh- uh, game yesterday is their ability to get their hand on the ball. I felt like we were getting fucking mossed, not even looking for the ball last year. Every slant was caught because we were standing in the fucking end zone at the start of every fucking snap and wouldn't get anywhere near a fucking wide receiver. So to see them get their hands on the ball, uh, stop those short little passes and get a lot of PBUs, that was exciting to see. So overall, I love the cornerback play yesterday. Cam. Um. I'm gonna give the cornerback play B plus. Uh, I'm gonna give it a B plus. Um, I think I think that we did improve a lot at corner, but I think a lot of the plays that we saw also was from Indiana's quarterback just being trash and late on a lot of throws. So I want to see. I want to see us. I just want to see us against a better pass game, but I think it was B plus. We had we had that PI, we had the penalty. Yeah. Um, we we're a little handsy out there, and these these guys aren't really that elite. I don't know, uh, but they played great. I'm gonna give them B, 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 I'm gonna give them B plus. Um, I think that we made great plays, but um, we should have had an interception yesterday. Uh, we had multiple opportunities to have one, and we didn't do it. So I cannot give out A's unless it's turnovers involved. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. There. That's how we I'm go. <laughs> but um, we we held them to what fifty? What something? How many yards passing? Not a lot. Like, also, too, Indiana wasn't really going to threaten us. So I'm with you. We got to wait the next couple yeah. of weeks to see. Uh, uh, we held them to 82 under, passing yards, yeah. 58 by the starter. Exactly. Uh, so, under under 100, and, they was under 100 in rushing in uh, great game and, and passing. So yeah. So I mean and. Uh, our DBs are great, but that's a lot to like the inept. Before we get into our viewer questions, I want to ask you guys, and then they can also answer this in the uh, chat as well. Do you guys think that the uh, defensive coordinator who was formerly on Ohio State staff had anything to do with it, or you just think that shit, we just fucked up? And I will, my every time someone presents any reason for our offense looking the way it did yesterday, other than niggas being asked at quarterback, I'm completely dismissing it as an excuse. <laughs> Sorry. Like, that's not- literally the, that's the, my only answer for any ineptitude that you saw out of that offense. Niggas was asked at quarterback. Hey, what about you, Q? Uh, nah, I mean. I don't know what Indiana is yet because their roster turnover was so flipped that we could look at the back of the end of the season and was like, ah, that defense is actually, you know, pretty good. Or they could be trash. So it, it's hard to gauge this early on. But, I mean, it's too much talent on offense not to fucking <laughs> do something. But at least, like, it didn't have to be a fucking blowout. Like, let's run the score performance. But just show me some flashes. And I think that's my biggest problem with Kyle going – taken out of that game i don't really care about mistakes first time in the offense offensive line is reading but i didn't see anything that makes me think like oh this is why we brought him here to ohio state there was no flash there was no like okay like we're rolling now it never even had like a good feeling and like we're spoiled because we win by 20 points and it's like okay like that's not a close game but there was just no good feeling or momentum behind that so but I'm I'm happy he got his chance. I don't think the defensive coordinator was over there. Like, I'm just dialing up Ryan Day and, and keeping y'all in check. So I'm interested to see what Devin does. But I'm happy Kyle got his chance and we got to see what he can do and go out there and make mistakes. But hopefully we see the same with Devin Brown. Um, I think that 
it can make it can make a difference as far as like them being able to be like, hey, like the, these are your keys. Like I, this is what Ron Day's teaching the receivers to do. Or like this is what mm-hmm. this is what they're saying, right? To like make a splash play here and there, or like maybe you can like get Ohio State out of a few concepts. But as far as the Jimmys and Joes versus the X's and O's, our Jimmys and Joes are like way up here. It way, yeah. way outweighs the X's and O's. I don't give a fuck what kind of scheme or knowledge they had. That makes no fucking difference to what for Kyle McCord getting a ball out late and not seeing Marvin Harrison and Marvin Harrison having 18 yards. Because I, I will say, no, I mean, I, I feel you. I just know he went up against you know yeah. our offense all year last year and everything. So I'm not saying here, I bet you, I bet you, he de- I bet I'm you not saying that it's in a, a complete, yeah, I'm not saying it's a complete excuse. I'm, yeah, I, that is well, not what I'm saying, but I'm it saying, definitely looked like Aaron I think, Casey I think had a lot of understanding of what we were trying to do and, and, and it benefited him. So, that, yeah, yeah, I mean, I get it in points there. I'll just say if that DC is that damn good to, to keep this offense in right, check, bro, we kept the wrong one. On his, Fuck. Yeah, then we let the wrong one go strictly on his coordinating. If he's gonna make all Ohio four more likes to 100, let's go. Yeah, Two more, yeah, more turnovers than fucking Jim Knowles. Yeah, Same. then we let the wrong Fuck that 100. Let's get to 150. I'm greedy. Let's get to 150. Like shit, it's 183 of y'all in here. I'm yeah, greedy. Let's, let's go. That's right. Let's run it up. Also, we were chasing, we try to chase 5k. So if you have not subscribed, make sure you subscribe. We getting up there. Doing Turn on those notifications as well. Yeah, hit that noti bell. We are live every day on this channel with some sort of show. We have the Buckeye Roast Monday through Friday. Me and Q at 8 a.m. We have the national show with Mike Cam. EG in Disney every Wednesday at 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central. We have Buckeye BS that you're here watching right now every Sunday at 10 a.m. We have our college football pregame show, the national uh, pregame show at 10 a.m. to 11.30 on Saturdays. We are live every day. We are here for big-time commitment decisions, so make sure that you're subscribed to the channel. Make sure you have those notifications turned on. We have a ton of questions here that we need to get into. Do you guys have anything that you want to get to before we dive into these questions? We got yes, about. Yes, I do. Uh, I want to know. Things. Did any of y'all feel nauseous watching Drew Aller yesterday? I made me sick to my that. stomach. I actually got a phone call during the show that said I need to talk to you about this Penn State game. So <laughs> the Penn State fans are ready to chat about what happened. You know how I yet. feel about Drew Aller. Personally, you've been on so. the Drew Aller. You were on Bro. the fuck Quinn Ewers. We need to get Drew Aller. <laughs> get all these other quarterbacks the fuck out of here. Drew is the guy. Cam used to go to Drew Aller high school games. Cam has been on the Drew Aller train from day one, and that's that fucking that Brad pipeline. Uh, the QB yep. quarterback in Ohio. He had he had Drew Aller. He has uh, who's the who's the next guy? Meyer going commit. there. Their next commit uh, also worked with him, and then who's the, and then Ryan Montgomery Levi works Davis with him. Up. He's coming up with Levi Davis. Yeah, so I mean, Brad has this pipeline going to Penn State of kids coming out of Ohio, and with the way things are looking right now, but I I don't want to criticize the quarterback situation too much because we still don't know. Yeah, we got Brown. the West Dakota Heisman on the roster. We got <laughs> Devin Brown on the roster. So if other people get to play, we might have that guy on the roster. Yeah. So you got. And so also, what were the other things you guys wanted to touch on? Uh, before we quick, in? quick grades on safety. That's the only one we haven't hit. Just quick thoughts, and then we'll jump into these questions. Play Malik Hartford. My only thought. All right, Mike. What's the question? I'm sorry. Uh, quick thoughts on safeties before we jump into questions. Oh, uh, on safeties, man. Uh, 
I don't know why Proctor was out there. I have no idea. I mean, he made a couple plays, but like I said, man, I think, you know, uh, Malik Harford later down the road is going to be out there. Sonny Styles looks like he should have been out there last year, man. Uh, dude is making hella plays. And uh, it seems like Perry Eliano is the only guy who might be willing to play some of the younger guys and rotate. So. Cam, thoughts on safeties? Um, I thought the safeties played good. I like, I like, to, I thought the safeties played good. I like the middle field players. Um, Sonny was running all around. Um, I think, I even think Proctor played decent. Uh, the safeties look very well coached. So I have no, um, nothing to say about the safeties. I give him a Perry Eliano, um, Tim Wall, and they all fucking doing anything with secondary, man. Shout out to them. Yeah, same here. Thought uh, Sonny Styles made our linebackers look pedestrian. I thought Proctor played decent. He wasn't, he wasn't amazing, but he wasn't terrible like everybody told me. So yeah, he was solid. So. I'd like to see. I got to watch the second half though, so I'll get that. But I thought they were solid. Let's jump into these questions, Ron. So we got our guy Jordef asking us why did Evan Pryor not touch the field? Fuck that I formation shit. <laughs> not gonna get any complaints out of me, but I do think. I mean, before we put Evan Pryor out there, I think we get chip to 15 touches like i think we need to run them chip touches up before we start bringing in uh once we start going four deep into that running back room i know i believe it's the best in the country and i'd love to see evan Pryor play but until we start getting mop-up minutes and let him really get in there and play i need to see chip with 15 carries i mean i actually gotta see i mean i gave Pryor a lot of hype if he's healthy this season i gotta be, i gotta see what guys can do i mean chip got his chance and showed he could do i want to see what guys can do before i say well you gotta get carries after this guy because i don't know Aaron Pryor could be great he could he could suck but we gotta actually see him touch the field to do something yeah i mean honestly uh why evan Pryor did not touch the field Shit, did you not see the score <laughs> that's why he didn't touch the field uh you know chip chip and mine they was doing their thing and to be honest, you know, I told you guys or whatever that I heard um, that Chip was going to be playing that, Mitchie, that Mitch Rossi role or whatever. And to be honest, he looked really good. That's where he got one of his catches at. He's way more athletic. Uh, we saw the blocks that he was putting on on the linebackers. They, they can't fuck with him. Uh, Kyle just missed his run, man. I mean, to be honest, right now, there's great. There's better back right now than ever prior. Uh, if you do bring in Evan Pryor, you try to get him in space on some swing passes and stuff. But then I just feel like that's telling the team what you're going to do because out there with Devin Brown, that's what we did. We told the team what we were going to do because they <laughs> like <laughs> run QB power. To yeah, the like everybody knew, bro. Indiana on their on their uh, sheet or whatever, they had Kyle McCord as the pastor and Devin Brown as the running quarterback. So what did they do when Devin Brown come out there? Stack the box. Like, it makes no sense, bro. So, I mean, hey, I Evan mean, Pryor will get in and blow out. So, I mean, I like always want to see, because his coaching staff, the way they do things, I always want to see them prove to me a guy can't play. So I do want to see him on the field because – they seem to prove that guys who can't play are on the field. So prove to me every prior can't play. Let's get some get some touches, and we'll have a lot of time in these next couple of weeks for snaps. So we'll know what he could do. Our next question from our guy Mitch OG in the chat: What do you believe is the reason Ryan Day called a vanilla offense against IU? Um, I got this. I got this. Okay. <laughs> Let me do Go this. Ahead. <laughs> he called a vanilla offense against IU because we have a vanilla quarterback that can only do vanilla things. 
I don't think anyone's going to disagree with that take. That was exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Mike, any difference of opinion there? Like I said, any question about why the offense looked the way it looked, the answer is Cal McCord. Um, Mike, Q, anything to I'm add on that? I'm going to let you have it. I'm going to let you have it. Me, yeah. <laughs> Put your cape on. Save someone. Honestly, right. <laughs> right. ride I'm never – like, 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 hey, we were up the preseason. We said that every game we wanted to see the Georgia-Ryan Day. So I have – I'm not playing Captain Save all over here. We didn't see Georgia Ryan Day. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I did not. <laughs> I didn't see Georgia State Ryan not, Day. And that was New Hampshire Ryan, Ryan Day. That's what that was. That was, <laughs> that was him and Chip Georgia Kelly knocking two miles in Ryan Day. That was Boston College Ryan Day. <laughs> yeah, good Lord. Not nah, even Boston that. College Ryan Day had a 2,000-yard rusher. He was drawing shit up in our run game. Bro. <laughs> I might have been got our guy, Ryan Matt, Day. another chat OG. Get the beat writers. Make the mask. <laughs> Shout out to our guy, Matt, another Chad OG. We aren't playing the best players. Why? I think Devin is probably the guy we need to see. CJ Hicks and Malik need mm-hmm. to start, and Ryan Day needs to stop with playing so conservative. Open that bitch up. You're not going to get an argument out of me. You you watch Buckeye Roast every day. You know we have a sponsored Malik Hartford section. I absolutely think he needs to get out there, but I did think Josh Proctor did play serviceably, and uh, I think we'll be fine regardless of who we have at the free safety position. I think one thing that we did learn is that we do have depth there, and uh, they will be able to rotate at that position. Um, I agree with Devin being the guy. I'll let you guys tackle the rest of this one. Key word about Proctor, serviceable. And like I said, I believe Malik is going to end up taking that job by the end of the year. And then you'll see Proctor getting up in my book duty. Um, did, you did know, Jah- hey. We, did Jahar Carter play? No, no. I don't I don't remember seeing him out there at all. Um, and then the Devin Brown, man, I want him to be able to get the opportunity to show us. Like we said, you know, earlier in the episode, um, we said that we at least wanted to see, you know, both get snaps and show who was the better one. And we didn't get to do that. So I want to show I want I want to see why Devin's the better guy. I want to see it with my own eyes, not from what everybody's telling me. Yeah. Um, if Jim knows if I pray to you, we do not see CJ Hicks play next week. I'm I'm on your head for the rest of the season. Bro, we're gonna be marching in front of we're gonna be marching in front of the shoe with our tiki torches like it's Charlotte. Got any left in Charlotte? <laughs> and I'm taking them straight to Ohio. I'm pulling the tiki torches out because, God damn it, man, what 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 are we doing? How are we ever gonna get a linebacker here if we never play our linebackers? Who's coming here? I see Taggart Curtis look like a fucking freak show last week. Good. What are we doing? What are we doing? I don't know. I'm I'm a loss for words. The one your position group looked the worst on defense. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, our next question, I don't even know if it's a question or if it's just a comment. It's from Sue. Um, what bothers me is that every other title contender dropped 50 burgers on cupcake teams and we didn't concerns on that guys, because I mean, regardless, I expected to come in. I, I didn't go as crazy or as outlandish on my take. I thought my score prediction was 35 to 13. So our defense outperformed my prediction, but I did think we were going to be able to put touchdowns on the board, whether they'd be running or passing. So I was slightly disappointed by the scoring output yesterday. 
I would tend to agree with you there. While we didn't play, I had Robbie call my phone last night talking about Notre Dame put 58 on Tennessee State. We didn't play a Division II or a, a <laughs> non-Power 5 team. We did play Indiana, and we don't know how good their defense is going to be. So I would say pump the brakes a little bit on us not dropping 50 on their head. We should have got more right. touchdowns. Probably should have been in the third. Bro, uh, low 40s. We scored we... <laughs> one T, three. I get it. I, I get it. Yeah, but we, That's but it, if we would have walked out against Tennessee State, we would have put up 60. We wouldn't know anything. So, is it really like at least we get to learn something from the opponent we actually exactly? Play. Didn't exactly. Tennessee State play somebody yesterday? Then they played Tennessee uh, State played Notre Dame and they put up like 60 on them. And I'm like, it's Tennessee State. They put State. up 56. They couldn't even make the playoffs if they went under. That was what said. So, they put up 56 with Sam Hartman. What are we putting up with Kyle McCord? Against Tennessee, Tennessee State? State? Yeah, I know we running the ball down their motherfucking throat like it ain't no. Oh yeah, Chip Train them gonna have three hundred yards. That's like, what like, 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 <laughs> you talking about. But yeah, I'm gonna beat on air show. You know, I try. I try to uh, like uh, my prediction was thirty five ten. Obviously, we did not get that. I tried to pump the brakes on everybody about this passing game. Letting you know that the running game uh, would be, you know, what gets us the touchdowns in the future. Um, it kind of played out. Score obviously didn't play out. Freaking missed out on what twelve points that I wanted, uh, which is two touchdowns. Uh, I think that we could have got those two touchdowns if uh, Marv didn't step out of bounds, and then um, also think that we could have got those two touchdowns if Julian Fleming catches that damn that that uh that one pass that went through his hands. But I mean. Hey, it is what it is. Like Q said, the reason why I told you guys before this game that I was happy about going up against Indiana, like my guy Q said, we get to see and learn more than going up against a cupcake, man. I tell you this, I'm happy that we're not going up against a Notre Dame or Oregon in the second week and we got time to yeah. work this shit out. Hey, God. I ain't gonna lie. I would be in panic mode if we was going up against them. But since we got time to work it out, We'd be all right. All right. Did you give your thoughts? Yeah, 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 I went yeah. first. You went? All right, cool. Um, our next question. Whoa, we got so many uh questions yeah, here. In. Um <laughs> yeah, let's, let's roll. All right, so our guy Jordan F again. If we roll out and do the same exact QB situation against Youngstown State, what does it do to the team chemistry? Wide receivers look pissed on the sidelines. I told Cam, who you did, who did I one. say this on a who did I Say this on the phone too this morning. Was that me. you, Ron? Me. Both y'all. Yeah. yeah. You told me last I, night. That's why I, I said the like, body of language of the wide receivers on the sideline was like, what the fuck is this? Like, was not upbeat, did not look happy. Marv looked like he was ready to call his agent and be like, hey, man, <laughs> where I'm getting picked out again if I sit down? Because this shit ain't it. <laughs> like, that motherfucker, like, I'm out here risking an ACL for this. Shit. So I don't know, bro. If he go out there and do that same shit against Youngstown State and the the and and Devin Brown, uh, okay. Do you guys think in the comments? Let me know. Do you think Devin Brown is really worse than Kyle McCord, or do you think that Ryan Day? We'll get into ego, that the next question. We'll get into that uh, next question. Okay. 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 So, uh, you guys, anybody else want to jump in with thoughts on this as far as the impact on the locker room? Oh, um, it's definitely having an impact on the, on the team. They don't know who their leader is. Uh, 
you know, and then we already heard about Kyle, right? Kyle didn't really step up and show that leadership until after, you know, uh, CJ left. So I feel like we maybe be able to get Kyle McCord some leadership, some more hype in him if he knew the team was his maybe. But, I mean, like I said, we we, we got to see Devin Brown. And no uh, – never mind. It's on the next question. So, but that's just how I feel, man. All right, so we keep trying – oh, go ahead, Q. No, ditto what I've been saying all last week. <laughs> just ditto. Just, re- just refill. So here we go. Ron, you think Trainum and Brown is a better mix than McCord and Henderson? There's been a lot of debate on who should be RB1, who should be QB1. We didn't see Devin play yesterday, but as I mean, just asking this question, I would tend to believe that Devin has to be the better option because if you're telling me both of them are first round quarterbacks, I didn't see a first round quarterback out there yesterday. So either you're lying to me or there's a first round quarterback on the bench. So um, I think Chip absolutely deserves more carries. And I want to see Devin Brown start an entire game after the nonsense that we had to suffer through yesterday. Um, Yeah, I, I don't know what to expect from Devin Brown, but I can't imagine the offense going worse than it did yesterday. <laughs> I think he has more juice to him. I think he's more dynamic, even though the Beatles tell us they're the same athlete. They're not. Um yeah, it, it can't be worse. I love to see him get his chance out there and go spin it. He has all the confidence. I said it with the locker room and everything. I said Devin Brown's attitude with this team and his and, that, and the team will reflect what their quarterback's attitude is, as we talked about with CJ the last two seasons. Just his overall attitude is the vibe this team needs. Um, Kyle McCord is more chill. He's laid back, and that's cool if you're going out there dicing motherfuckers up. He's not going out there dicing motherfuckers up, as, as we've seen so far. So I would rather give the guy with a little more energy. The defense will feed off that. The offense will feed off that. And Marvel will be calling his agent at halftime saying, yeah, I'm going to Miami, you know, for the rest of the week. So (laughs) I have to imagine. And um, I thought Trainum went toe-for-toe with Henderson yesterday. I I still would say he's running back one just so far. But if you give me those answers, I'm definitely taking Trainum and Brown. But I didn't see the second half either. So remember that. Remember, I got to watch it today. Um, I mean, everyone's telling me the O-line sucks. So, and on all of this, so the mixture between Devin Brown and Chip Traynham lets me know two things. I have a quarterback that's more mobile and has a quicker release, and I have a running back that's bigger and a willing blocker. So that makes sense to me. So, and I, I can have a faith in the guy not hitting DBs in their back as he knows his wide receivers are covered. So, uh, before we get on to the next question, everybody smash that like button. Our guy, Justin Jean, told Jeez. you all to smash that, live, that like button. Let's run these likes up. We appreciate you guys. Keep the questions coming. We will be on here as long as you guys keep sending questions. I called Cam right before I started the Bleacher Report live stream. and was like, we're doing a two-hour show no more. Like, there's so much <laughs> to talk no about. Like, we're, we're doing a two-hour show. So, um <laughs> Cam touched on the offensive line, so I'm going to bring up this question from another Cam, our guy Cam Johnson. Do you guys think Fitzpatrick could be the left tackle? I will keep this one short. No. No. I I heard theories of Donovan Jackson moving to left tackle. If need be, I would buy into that more than they're pulling the left. They've had battles going on all summer. Yeah. I would have to believe those are the two best tackles, playing tackles that are the options. Honestly, I think the issue that we're having at – offensive line is is because 
we did not get Simmons in here in the spring. I feel like if we got him in the spring, there'd be a lot better communication on the O-line, a lot better blocking. So I do think that it's going to take time for, like, Fry to develop him. I mean, you got to think about when he when he got there, coaches was on the road recruiting. Like, he hasn't been hands-off with him until fall, uh, hands-on with him until fall camp. There's definitely a lot of development issues and chemistry that needs to be, uh, you know, uh, put on the O-line, but uh, no, I don't think, I mean, when we was talking about uh, tackle battles and stuff, I don't even remember hearing Fitzpatrick the last uh, three, four weeks. We didn't. Yeah, Early so. in the spring. Yeah. Then, uh, yeah. yeah. So, Cam, any thoughts there? Um, No. I mean, yeah. I mean, he could have played better, but I don't know. Maybe I didn't see what everyone else saw. I didn't think that he was like this unplayable player that everybody's saying. So exactly, know. yeah. Let me go rewatch. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll say if there yeah, is a guy, I gotta go rewatch the game. <laughs> there's a guy I trust with personnel on this team besides Tony Alford is Justin Fry. This guy yeah. I trust with picking the right personnel. There's a lot of coaches yeah. I don't. I will tell you, but he's one of the ones I do. So let's roll with it. Um. So we got a question from our guy Savion. This, uh, yeah, I know Mike's looking at the chat right now. Ron never played football. Bet, yeah, I never played football. You got it. Not one down. Not one down. Never, never played it down. You made what? that up, but good for you. I mean, I'll post. A, I could post a picture. That shit online, came out of left field. Like, that's what I'm just, saying, bro. I, Make I, sure I, right I, now. It's, it's a perfect <laughs> segment. Make sure you tap into the BDMG. Uh, merch store, get your knee pads for when you come in here sucking, you fucking weirdo. So back to Savion, the next question. He has the greatest nickname that I've ever seen, Lion Day. What does it say about Lion Day if McCord looks subpar, but McCarthy looks better than last year? That's what I opened up the whole segment with today was this motherfucker be lying. I've been saying this for weeks. Like, bro, I've never seen a coach just lie to the media all day, bro. Ryan Day. Did you go eat a chicken sandwich today? Ah, uh, well, um, I ate a, uh, I went a, I got a turkey sandwich, and then, and then Saturday they run the tape you, back. You, they you eat sure? a You're a Chick Fil A, like, bro. Like, just say what the fuck is going on. If you don't want to play Devin Brown, tell us you don't want to play Devin Brown. You don't want to fucking do something. Tell us you don't want to do something, so the fans. Know what to expect out of you, bro. We don't know what the fuck to expect out of Ryan Day week to week because he says one thing and he does another. I don't understand it. That's why me, I love pro media because when fucking somebody from the Cowboys or whoever does some weak shit, the media is like, this nigga sucks. What are you going to do about it? Of they got to answer that they, shit. They doing weak shit. They got like, you know Hold on. Like, Quick question. Shit. Quick question. Hold on. Does the NFL like just do say NFL what the teams... fuck the problem is? Tell us. Just tell us real information about my team. That's all. As a fan, that should not be too much to ask of our coaching staff. Say what the fuck is going on. So when I watch the game on Saturday, I'm like, okay, I'm not expecting him to play. He wasn't good in camp. This and this. This is what we're rolling with. We got a whole fan base sitting on edge to watch fucking Devin Brown. And this quarterback battle you've been hyping up, and we watch one dude stink it up. And then now we got to go on Twitters and the Facebooks and all this shit, and everybody's arguing, talking about, well, Devin Brown was really that good. Wouldn't he be playing? And I'm like, well, was it a quarterback battle or not? 
You know what I'm saying? So it's like now it's like, oh, it's 50-50. Coaches is voting for Devin Brown two weeks ago. Now half the fan base is saying he's really that good if Ryan A didn't play him. So it's just like stupid shit. You're putting unnecessary pressure on Kyle McCord. You're putting, you're embarrassing the fuck out of Devin Brown, who came here. Mind you, matter of fact, let me get on my soapbox for Devin Brown. This is the same kid that came here and said, I'm coming to Ohio State because I think I'm better than Quinn Ewers and I'm not scared and I want the competition. And he came here. And then a week before we fucking have this game, Ryan Day says to the media, Devin Brown okayed uh, the, the for Kyle McCord to be the starter. I'm going to tell you right now on record, I'm calling fucking cap. Devin Brown did not look at Kyle McCord and say, you know what? You should play over me. That's bullshit. So that's the type of shit I'm fucking tired of. Well, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, tired man. of this shit, bro. Yeah. I'm tired of it, bro. Well, first, let me let me answer this question. It does not matter if McCarthy looks better than Kyle McCord, if Devin Brown is the guy and looks better than J.J. McCarthy. Then if, if McCarthy is better than them both, yes, it matters because we fucked up in recruiting. If Brown comes out and he's better or Kyle McCord, I don't know, takes some steroids and next week comes out fucking slinging it, then it really doesn't matter. But, yes, this man be lying. God damn it, dude. And also, too, also too he said, well – like a week ago, I thought it was Devin, but Kyle caught up in, in the last week. It's been more consistent, and we're gonna start him the last like, two weeks. You in game prep. How did how is he catching up? Like, doing what? You're in game. They had their scrimmage two weeks ago. If Devin was getting after the scrimmage, how did Kyle catch up? Like, doing what? Would he show up early and say, Hey, coach, I fucked up in the scrimmage? That's all I wanted to hear, Kyle. You're starting next. Like, like, like Bro. am I crazy? Damn, when y'all left training camp and actually got into game prep, how many times were players getting passed up on the week of game prep? <laughs> like, who was getting passed up? I don't, I don't, I don't get it, man. This, this man. He, he said that Ryan Day's not obligated to brief the fan base. So, what is the purpose of the fucking beat? Don't say anything. Yeah, just don't say anything. Like, well, I'll have a beat if you're not gonna address the fan base, GOJ. Bro, so you can know. know what yeah, that's not that that's not the whole what is the purpose of, of the media, GOJ? Yeah. Let me know. The whole point of the media <laughs> is to report back to the fans, bro. Like, yeah, if it wasn't for the fans, there would be no media. Like, what are we talking? There would be no Ohio State. Like, the only reason why the fucking thing is going because of us fanatics. Like, we're fucking All right, pushing the industry. From our guy Savion, this is a sponsored segment by Savion. He was throwing in all the questions when we were asking for him. Will going under center too much, running two tight end sets cause us wide receiver recruits in the future? That is an absolute no. I don't think anything's stopping wide receivers from coming here. Yeah, I'm that's a, that's a I think no. I think people forget when uh I think people forget how we were uh under center, two tight end sets. I think people forget how lethal our offense was. Uh when you when you in two tight end sets and that running game gets to going off and shit, that play action pass is nasty. I remember watching uh Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson eating off that shit. So I mean, and, and that's the reason why we got the recruits that we have here now is because of Garrett Wilson and what they watch Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave do. So, no. 
all I'm saying is this is one of the ones where I'm gonna hold patience because we just gotta wait one more season and we get these hurry motherfuckers out the door <laughs> and the people that come behind them. If you run two tight end sets with the recruits we got coming in now, I'm cool with it because they some freak shows and it's gonna look crazy. So let's just get past this season and I will have no problem with these two tight end sets when July Thurman is out there and it looks absolutely crazy. So, and another question piece. from our guy Savion. When are we going to get rid of the stretch plays out of the playbook? They do not work. Shit. Oh, Hopefully they did that last night, Savian. That's what I'm hoping. Hopefully they did that shit last night. Because we, we was running that damn power, boy. That shit, that shit was looking good. Bro, I feel like we're the only team that does shit and it doesn't work. And we like, well, that doesn't work. We got to go fix it. Like, are we the only team? <laughs> like, this clearly is not working. So we're gonna keep doing it until we figure it out. Is or is it just me? No, you you're right. I mean, keep... it, it sounds like we don't go to the strength of our team. Our strength of the team would be to to put put a yeah. put other players in the freak shows, you know. But we don't do that shit. Yeah, we don't do that shit here in Well, it damn sure will work against Georgia. Let's just run it back out there. It's like our only team's got to learn the lesson four times to stop doing stuff. Yeah, Ryan Day's gonna have to take an L this year for him to fucking get his drop his fucking nuts. It seems. That's all I got. Next question. Um, so we have the next one will be from our guy Craig. This one's for you, Cam. Cam, how did the team energy look on the sideline? They looked flat as fuck, just like last year to me. But I wasn't there. I don't know. It it doesn't seem like they always preach like this brotherhood stuff, but like I don't ever see uh, exuberance or boisterous attitudes. Like no one, everyone wasn't jumping around. It was just like they'll get a three and out, and everybody jogs off and they sit down, and the coaches go and talk. Like it wasn't like high high energy. So, and Kyle McCord was basically talking to Ryan Day the entire time. Like he really didn't interact with the team. Um, I thought that was weird. It looked like he was still getting, like, super coached up and, like, really not, like, rallying around the team, saying, like, let's go down here. Let's go score. Like, you know how you'd like to see your starting quarterback just kind of, like, running off the field. And Ryan Day is like, hey, like, you need to do this. You need to do that. So it just looks like we're still working out a lot of kinks um, and, and stuff like that. But I don't know. The the I didn't like – the vibe, especially on the offense, was weird. It didn't really seem like everyone was really locked in. Um, for uh, obvious reasons. So, <laughs> um, next question we have Mitch. Did they get an interception? How about a forced fumble? No, one sack. That's not an A. Did someone give it an A when we graded the defense? I think somebody gave. I think I gave it a B plus. I, I think gave I gave the. I think I gave the D, uh, defense an A. Okay. Uh, I think me and Cam both did. We just said you're not getting an A plus with no turnovers, but I, they they counted Jay McKenzie uh, tackle on the quarterback as like a tackle for loss. But I swear I thought that shit was a sack. I think it was too. I think it actually was credited as sack, but ESPN still has not updated their stats and has okay. it incorrect. Yeah, um, anything on that one, Q? I'm I'm with you uh, to get an A. You got to get a forced turnover, do something. But I think they played as solid as they could play without forcing a turnover and especially to the Indiana is not and then also also what they saw from Indiana isn't what they saw on film those adjustments hell yeah you get an A we didn't do that shit last year I'm sorry 
Yeah. I mean, you don't get a, they're not airing it out, so you're not going to get a chance to get a lot of turn. It's well more, it gives you more chance of strip sacks and sacks and causing fumbles and interceptions. So limited opportunities to really make turnovers that we would love to see one, or if there's an opportunity there, yeah, make it, but there'll be more in the future. So you guys see the next question. How do you think Davidson played? I think he played well. I mean, he did have the holding penalty, almost got the targeting, but overall he brought the physicality that I expected him to bring, and I liked what I saw. Yeah, I'm so happy he didn't get a targeting off that because I'm like, dude, are we the only team that gets called for targeting? <laughs> no, no. Shout out to big shout out to the Big Ten refs for actually like yeah. I remember uh at Big Ten Media Days, the ref actually was talking about that. And I think the Big Ten has done a great job on that. Iggy, Iggy, I feel like has he's the reason for the whole change in the DB room. He forced Burt to get his shit together, or he wasn't gonna be uh uh cornerback one you know what i'm saying so i think iggy uh leveled up our entire cornerback room yeah like hey like um maurice Clores, we need more we need more dudes out there yeah, we need more guys with a couple screws like, blue. Yeah, we, like i say hey hey what i what i say can we, we need more dudes that might what yeah, before he even finishes yeah. that statement and we get canceled. Uh, we got, uh, why yeah. don't our five stars look like Bama five stars? I've been asking that question for a long time. I don't know if it's a Mick thing. I don't know if it's an evaluation thing, but I completely agree. Our five stars don't always look like Bama five stars. I mean, Sonny Styles did look immaculate out there, but then we have guys like CJ Hicks, who we would imagine would have the same type of production sitting on the bench. So you guys can dive in on that one. Sports science. Um... They got to actually play, and then we can actually see what they look like. Like, that would be nice. I mean, also, too, yeah, I, I claim about sports. So we talk about the standard programs. Sports side is a little behind. But, I mean, guys actually got to play and go get featured. And I then think the play. five stars they're talking about are like JTT uh, and Jack Sawyer not playing like mm. five stars. I think it has a lot to do with sports science. Um, Alabama's way ahead of us in sports science. Yeah, not I'm close. Saying, They're doing all kinds of They have there. more five stars. So their five stars that really look like five stars are the ones on the field. Some of their five stars who don't look like five stars are getting they don't they don't get four years or five years or six years to uh play. They they hit the portal by the next <laughs> five star. <laughs> so uh our guy Daryl had a question. Didn't they have to take a timeout because wide receiver lineup was on the wrong side? It seemed McCord didn't have command of the huddle. Ryan Day was screaming at McCord. Did see that. I'm love to see it. Our coaching man. Um, I don't know what McCord. He he felt like I felt like he just sleepwalked. I don't know if the pressure got to him, or whatever, but that just wasn't a great form. Hopefully he gets a chance to make it up later in the season, but it wasn't game looked a little too fast for McCord. It wasn't good because wide receivers get lined up. You're the captain of the offense. You gotta get like you know the plays, you know the lineups, you know where your guys are supposed to be. You're supposed to be like, hey. Get your ass over here. You know, so, I mean, we watched CJ do that, so. so. We got a couple more questions here. I know Cam got to get to church. It's almost noon, so let's get to it. We got three more questions. We appreciate everyone sending in questions. There's 190 people in there in here. Make sure you smash that like button. We appreciate you guys spending your Sunday here with us talking all things Buckeyes. Our next question uh, that was not it. It is this one uh, from our guy Savion again. Will Day's decision to take 
order over McCarthy come back to bite them. We hit on that earlier in a different question. So we're going to jump right to this next one. Travis Hall, Devin. Oh my God. My screen just cut out. Okay. Devin should have been put in after Cal. Oh, Jesus Christ. Devin should have been put in after Cal's first three and out, put Devin in and let him play. Make plays and provide a spark. Day is blowing this. I am so tired. I can't even read at this point. Go ahead, boys. You're good. Um, I I disagree, Travis. I mean, you can't just pull a quarterback and expect, like I said, you can't get the best out of him doing that. Play him. He got a chance to play. He got a game. Uh, if if Devin Brown gets the game next week and he gets to play, regardless of mistakes, that's that's fine to do. But you don't um, react. Let him, let the guys yeah. go out there try. I'm cooking my own narrative, my own opinion in my head, and I think that um, McCord is now tied to Ryan Day's ego. And um, by letting Devin go in there and make any type of play is looks like a failure to in Ryan Day's mind. So um, I think that his ego is now tied to Kyle McCord's success, and we are all going to have to just go along this ride and probably not see Devin Brown. So that's unfortunate. Well, if this if this isn't sure up, I mean, I'm going to be on the wait and see mode is what I'm on. Um, but if this does get messed up and this doesn't look better, yes, Ryan Day has blown it. But I think where his first issue is 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 not picking a guy two three weeks ago and allowing him to be the guy, allowing him to get those reps instead of splitting reps, um, and allowing him to be able to take command of the offense. And know that he's the guy. I think that's where uh, Ryan Day blew this. So yeah, if, yeah. Like I said, if he felt like everybody said, you got. Can I show a question? Can I show a question? No, no one. Think you and the chat. Seeing what we saw on Saturday, do you think if Kyle McCord was really the runaway best quarterback that? Devin Brown, like there that that he would have been announced earlier in the camp. Yeah. Seeing what we saw. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We, we all said I mean, I mean, here's my thing though. Like people people told me that Devin Brown like won both of the scrimmages and stuff. Like, why wasn't he announced then? I mean, is the rumors about what's going on behind the scenes true? Um, so yeah. I mean like me because I mean if if Kyle's really not the guy then I'm gonna end up going to those rumors that was reported about the off the field ish was true. We got our last question here from Mm, uh, you talking about the other guys what the other guys reported (laughs) (laughs) media uh, and yeah. as a non-OSU fan, I would be scared of the OSU <laughs> offense, even with them not performing against. As a non-OSU fan, I would be scared of the OSU offense, even with them not performing elite against Indiana. Do you guys think this offense is going to be fine, or do you guys still have concerns? I mean, wait, wait and see, mode, man. Wait and see, I think mode. The, Yeah, I think the offense is going to be fine. I think that Ryan Day needs to – figure out what our strengths are and i think that we need to be a power run team in my opinion first yeah and i would also expect a, a major jump between week one and, and week four when we play the game so this is not the team that you're going to see for the rest of the season though everybody tells me that because they just overreact so oregon's going to beat everybody 81 to 7 and ohio state will be this level all season that's all the questions. I just want to give a big thanks to everyone in the chat. There was almost 200 people in here today. Uh, we got over 15 
questions. Shout out to all of the people for the super chats. Mr. Jones, Jordaf, our guy, Leonardo, Too Cool, Justin Jean. All of you guys, we appreciate you for the super chats. We appreciate all the questions that allowed us to go so long. This is our first episode over two appreciate hours. Appreciate all we knew, y'all. We knew after that type of performance, we were going to have a lot to say. Um, yeah, so I think we're going to wrap it there. But guys, let them know where they can find you. We'll start with Q. Let the people know where they could see more of Q. <clears throat> yeah, man. I'm not hard to find. City Boy Quinn on Twitter. Flying at Joss on Instagram. If you're in movies, minor league films here on YouTube. I'm with Ron every morning at 8 a.m. during the week. Buckeye. Oh, I was about to say Buckeye BS. Buckeye Roast, 8 a.m. every week. And Buckeye BS here on Sundays. Cam? Uh, you can find me. I know uh, I know things 19 on Twitter. Um, you can also find me with uh, Cleveland Mike here on Fans Edge. We have a national uh, show oriented to uh, all of college football. Um, yeah, catch us there every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. And you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at 216 underscore wild boy. And like Cam said, man, national show is where it's at uh, on Wednesdays, man. Catch us there. And again, you always going to catch me on Sunday mornings. Hey, hey, Ron, let me jump in real quick. I forgot. Um, State of the program part two with Chris Drew will be this week. We'll let y'all know when that's up. Yeah, so keep an eye out on social media for that. If you want to find me, you can find me in the Bleacher Report app. Uh, the instant reaction from yesterday's game is in there now in the Ohio State team stream, so make sure you check that out. You can find me on Twitter at 2 underscore T-E-E-S. That's two T's. You can find me on Twitch at the same thing, and you can find me on TikTok at 2 Shiesty. I will be live on Bleacher Report on Wednesday at 1 p.m. for a midweek update, so make sure you tap in to that. Like Q said, we do the Buckeye Roast every day, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. So make sure if you're not subscribed, you're subscribed and check that out daily. Tap into the Fans Edge on Wednesdays at 7.30 Eastern and keep an eye out for the state of the program. We appreciate you guys tuning in and spending two hours with us today. Shout out to all you guys. Make sure you smash that like button and we will see you. Me and Q will see you guys tomorrow. So keep an eye out for that. Talk to you guys later. We're not going to be back. I lied.